Eagle 107 is WEGH, Northumberland, Sealands Grove. Your home for Sealands Grove Seals football. The Sealands Grove Seals play on Eagle 107. Bounces off tackle, spins at the 35, shakes off another defender to five, spins into the end zone, touchdown Sealands Grove Seals. Now it's time for Seals game day from the heart of Seal Nation, driven by Sunbury Motors. It's a preview of tonight's Seals game, the Heartland Conference, and games all over the central Susquehanna Valley. Now from the stadium are Pat O'Brien and Dave Hess. Welcome to Thompson Street Stadium in Jersey Shore, and welcome to Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motors with Ford, Hyundai, Lincoln's in the North Fourth Street Auto Plaza in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia's routes 1115 on the Strip in Humble's Wharf. This is Pat O'Brien. Dave Hess will join me shortly. Tonight on Eagle 107, the Seals Grow Seals take on the Bulldogs as they return to the location of their heartbreaking district lost a year ago, the district championship game a year ago, in overtime, 20-17 to 17, to these very... Jersey Shore Bulldog team. But Seals Grove comes in tonight at 1-0 after beating Lewisburg 28-8. As the Bulldogs went on the road and put up 55 points on Belfont, they won by 20 points a week ago to improve to 1-0 to start the season. In 45 matchups, Seals Grove leads the all-time series 39-6. They played each other twice in each of the last six seasons with Seals Grove winning district titles after beating Shore in 2014, 15, 17, well, the Bulldogs won the district title in 2013, 2016, and 2018. Since Tom Gravish took over for the Bulldogs in 2012, the Seals are 9-4 against Georgia Shore while going 3-3 three three at Thompson Street Stadium. Bringing Dave Hess into the conversation, Thompson Street Stadium is a unique place to play, a high school venue, and it has been a great stage for many memorable moments for the Seals. Dave, you've been a part of those over the years. I mean, you go back to even 2013. Well, I go way back. I go back way, way beyond that, Pat. Um, yeah, 2013, uh, we got a 14-7 win with Connor Liesenfeld rushing for 176 yards and two second-half touchdowns. In 2014, it was an, an offensive blowout. It was a 6-2 district championship for the Seals with Zach Adams scoring the go-ahead touchdown. In 2016, it was a 26-16 win for the Seals with Logan Libby throwing for 348 yards and three touchdowns. And in 2018, it was a 20-17 overtime loss. Joe Kahn and Micaiah Showers both with 20. 20 tackles between 20 tackles those two guys each. a year ago, and that's something where we'll start. Think yep. about this defense we talked about when we came off the field or out of the booth a week ago and how well the defense played. You talked about the timing. Even Derek, during the interview, he talked about you would have thought guys were blitzing, but they weren't blitzing. They were timing it so well and hitting gaps so hard. They were a big disruption, what Lewisburg was trying to do, do a week ago. Oh, absolutely. They were. They played exceptionally well. I thought our defense was explosive Friday night. And, and uh, yeah, I, one one name that sticks out in my mind is Ryan Ament. Uh, you, you talked about him timing up blitzes. And, and, no, he wasn't really timing up blitzes. He was just reacting through windows, you know, and, and getting into the backfield and making plays. It was a great night defensively. And they basically shut out Lewisburg until uh, Shaleski was able to find uh, Dominic for a long touchdown pass. And when he's rolling to his left, it was defended pretty well. 
but they end up coming away with points and made it a 28 to 8 game but boy it was for the longest time a shutout and a great performance as you mentioned by that defense now we flip it on the offensive side and coming into that game and it close to your heart Dave the offensive line the offensive line we weren't sure what we were going to get from those guys you know and it's always one of those uh you know, feelings going into it that you can scrimmage, practice, do all. But when the lights come on on Friday night, how will they perform? And, boy, they had four starts for that offensive line a week ago. Let's make it five starts since there's five linemen. That is one of the best starts I've ever seen for a ceiling curve offensive lineman, to be honest with you. I mean, we that first first couple of drives, it was trap. It was lead. It was counter. It was stretch. It was dive. It was inside zone. It was it was all the fundamental things that an offensive line coach just loves to see. And we threw the ball. And you had to throw the ball. And when you did, you relied on your sophomore quarterback. Ended up getting two touchdowns to get things underway to lead 14-0. And they weren't only touchdown throws, Dave. They were big-time throws, uh, one to Nyland and one to Metzger. We were impressed by what we saw uh, on those two passes for touchdowns. They were excellent throws, and 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 Danny Shock was under duress. I mean, he, he he placed a perfect ball two different times for touchdowns. And like I said, one to Nyland on that slant to get things underway, and then I even talked to Danny Shock after the game interview, and he talked about that throw to Metzger where he wasn't sure personnel was right, but then when he saw Metzger come off that line of scrimmage, create distance, separation from the defender, and, boy, it had to be a perfect pass. Ended up being our Schmoke Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game because it was defended well, but it was executed even better by that offense. Dandy Shock to his senior uh, tight end, Wyatt Metzger. Hey, we have a lot to cover. We'll take a look at other games going on, part of the Sunbury Broadcasting family, as we'll hear from the broadcast teams covering the Chickalimmy Braves and the Lewisburg Green Dragons. Also, hear from headman coach Derek Hicks and get into the Seals and their opponent tonight, the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. And finally, We'll get Dave's take on what's going to seal the deal for a victory tonight for the Seals. This is Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company on Eagle 107 at Eagle107.com. Saving money on your next vehicle is as easy as SMC. Sunbury Motor Company. Since 1915, SMC provides total commitment to complete customer satisfaction. Sunbury Motors sells and services new Fords, Lincolns, and Hyundais in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza Sunbury. And new Kias on the Golden Strip in Hummel's Wharf. No one beats Sunbury Motor Company's lowest price promise. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. SMC, a tradition of trust since 1915. Injury, pain, suffering. People turn to expensive, addictive drugs and surgery before considering other options for pain. Healing, moving, living. Shemokin Dam Health Center treats the cause of your injury, not just the symptoms. To relieve pain and restore your body to health, when you're ready to work again, play again, live again, call 743-4333. Shemokin Dam Health Center. Designed with you in mind. Football season's here. Are you watching your favorite team on a small and bulky TV? Would you like to be able to see your team scoring that touchdown up close and personal? At Aaron's Rentals, they can help you take that TV home. Courtney at Aaron says now's the time to come in and talk to her. There are great specials, no credit check, free setup and delivery, flexible payments, easy pay, and six months same as cash. Visit Aaron's new location, 1102 North High Street, Sealands Grove, or aarons.com slash Grove. Watto Chiropractic. We provide care for your injuries and back pain that doesn't use drugs and avoids the risks of surgery. Hi, this is Dr. Watto. If you're suffering, call us. The sooner you begin care, the sooner you can get relief. 
We'll help you recover naturally. Call Watto Chiropractic at 570-539-2600 or visit us on the web at wattochiropractic.com. Eagle 107. Welcome back to Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company here on Eagle 107 at eagle107.com. Coach Dave Hess, Zach Showers, this is Pat O'Brien. Get ready to bring you the Sealings Grove Seals, coming in 1-0 after a win a week ago over the Lewisburg Green Dragons and the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Got a 20-point win over Belfont a week ago, putting up 55 points over Belfont. They only put up 50 more, 50 plus points a year ago, and that was a win over Columbia Montour Votech when they scored 52 points. Well, we'll talk more about the Seals Grove Seals and their preparation for tonight and the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. But before we do that, Chickalemi fell in their opener to the Danville Ironman. They were leading that game, but then the Chickalemi Braves saw Danville Ironman come back and win that one 14 tonight. Tonight, they'll try to even their record as they'll take on Central Columbia on the road. So let's hear from the voice of the Chickalemi Braves, Kevin Hurt, covering the Braves on 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. Well, it might not have been a win a week ago, but it was definitely a game that gave fans some optimism. There were a few times in 2018 Chickalemi would be in games in the fourth quarter. Well, not only were they in the game, they were also not far from winning it. Danville's K.J. Riley showed his mobility, turning a would-be sack into the game-winning touchdown last Friday night. But the Braves didn't get down. Had just 30 seconds on the clock when Zaki Nettles took the kickoff back to the 50-yard line. And after a flanker pass brought the ball inside the red zone, the Braves saw two would-be game-winning touchdowns fall to the ground. Well, also falling to the ground was Drew Balestrini, the Braves' starting quarterback. He was carried off the field after taking a clean and solid hit on that final play. And he was the big question mark this week for the Shikolami Braves. Now, the optimism was that the Braves were able to move the ball on the ground and in the air. A year ago, this offense averaged two yards of play. In the opener last week, five yards of play. That includes a whopping 11 yards and attempt through the air. Tonight, they face a team that was frustrated by a Mount Carmel team a week ago. Central Columbia might be without their big back Gensimer, but they are a quick team with quality skill position players. Well, you wouldn't have known that from looking at the stats where the Blue Jays rushed the ball 28 times for minus two yards and six for 20 in the air for just 65 yards. Shikolami's running game will be the key tonight, no question about it. The Braves averaged four yards a carry a week ago, keeping the clock moving. Central Columbia's defense gave up eight yards a play. As we said earlier, the question mark was Drew Balestrini, who was injured on the last play a week ago and carried off the field. Well, he returned to practice this week and is expected to start tonight. Shikolami at Central Columbia from Blue Jay Stadium in El Media. The Chief Dave Ritchie and I will have the call on News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com beginning at 6.30. Kickoff is at 7. I'm Kevin Herr for Seals Game Day on Eagle 107. We all have a path in life. Some play on the field. Others prefer jogging along the riverfront or being a weekend warrior. Wherever your path takes you, we will keep you on it. At UPMC Susquehanna, our top-rated orthopedic team, sports medicine specialists, and rehabilitation professionals are the team behind the team. Call 570-321-2020.
Mark and Troy here at Zimmerman Motors, and it's the final days of our summer clearance event, and business has been great. We have 25 new Jeep Renegades in stock with discounts up to $5,200 to qualified individuals and prices starting around $21,000. We still have the best selection of Jeeps in the Valley, over 75 in stock, 0% financing on most models, huge discounts, what more can you ask for? So come in and see why people have been coming from all over the region to Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Sunbury and experience what we call the Zimmerman difference. Call 570-988-JEEP or visit us online at ZimmermanJeep.com. You know you go to DQ when you think Blizzard, but hey, fans, how about some food? Fan food. Cheeseburger lovers, how about two for $4 singles or two for $5 doubles? The Snickers Blizzard is back. Also try the Snickers Peanut Butter Pie Blizzard and download the mobile app for exclusive weekly deals. Tell the whole stadium, fan food, before the game, after the game, and everywhere in between. Dairy Queen, Routes 11 and 15 on the Strip, Sealands Grove. Go Seals, go DQ. Fan food, not fast food. We're at Seals Grove Ford at the Bridge in Seals Grove, and I'm with yes, it's Todd Banner. It's not a cutout. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm back on, and You're we got back on. We got some real good things to talk about with yeah, certified yeah. pre-owned. Certified right? pre-owned. I tell you what, the biggest thing is peace of mind. Uh, we have a great selection, and the big kicker now is got Ford running 1.99 for 60 months on uh, certified pre-owned. Coming into the number one dealer for certified pre-owned is Seals Grove Ford at the Bridge in Seals Grove. Check it out, fantastic deals, and online at SealsGroveFord.com. Go, go to Seals Grove Ford. Eagle 107. The Seals Grove didn't have a two-game win streak in all of 2018. They looked to start the season with back-to-back wins and try to make it 2-0 on the early season. Welcome back to Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company here on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Both teams going through their pregame warm-ups on a beautiful night here as we wrap up August and get ready to move into September. Happy holiday, happy holiday weekend to everybody. It's time to check in with the Green Dragons. Now, after losing to the Seals Grove Seals a week ago, Lewisburg Green Dragons will host the Central Mountain Wildcats. A year ago, when they were started 1-0, they went and played Central Mountain, and Max Moyer, after a 33-yard performance against the Seals defense, put up 355 yards against that Central Mountain defense. They'll look to do that here again tonight with the Lewisburg Green Dragons. So it's time to check in with Greg Wetzel as he previews the Lewisburg Green Dragons on 100.9 The Valley and WVLY.com. The Lewisburg Green Dragons take on the Central Mountain Wildcats in the home opener at Christy Mathewson Memorial Stadium on the campus of Bucknell University. Each team comes into tonight's contest with a record of 0-1. Lewisburg lost to Seals Grove by a score of 28-8, and Central Mountain lost to Williamsport by a score of 28-0. This is a Heartland Conference Division I game, and it is important for either team to get that first win. The Green Dragons are led this year on offense by four-year starting quarterback Nick Shedleski and junior running back Max Moyers. Last week, Shaleski led the offense with 10 for 20 passing for 165 yards and a touchdown pass to Ethan Dominic. Last year, Max Moyers rushed for 351 yards against the Wildcats and ran for five touchdowns, so I'm sure he will be a priority number one for Central Mountain's defense. Lewisburg's young offensive line will get even younger tonight with freshman Garrick Feldman starting at left guard. The Green Dragons played seven freshmen in last week's game against the Seals. Central Mountain comes into tonight's contest looking for their first points of the season. They run a spread offense and like to get the football to their athletic wide receivers. They run an even front defense and will stack the line of scrimmage to try and force the Dragons to pass the ball. 
Both the Dragons and Wildcats are young football teams, so getting an early lead will be important to each team. Look for the team that gets the early lead to relax and play winning football. Game time is 7 o'clock with the pregame show at 6.30 and 100.9 in the Valley and WVLY.com. I am Greg Wetzel for Game Day on Eagle 107. All right, Greg, thanks very much. Sean Carey with you in studio as we continue Seals Game Day on Eagle 107. News Radio 1070 WKOK tonight. We'll have Shikolami at Central Columbia beginning at 6.30 and kick off at 7 from Al Media with Kevin and the coach and uh, the chief, Dave Ritchie. Also, you can go to eagle107.com for scoreboard updates all night long. Other games that we'll be following across the valley on our Week 2 slate. Danville is entertaining Loyal Sock. Danville looking to go 2-0. Shemokin travels to North Schuylkill Midwest at Blue Mountain. Warrior Run at Milton. Montoursville at Hughesville. Columbia Montour Votech with the long road trip to Renova tonight to go up against the Bucktail Bucks. Bloomsburg at Mifflinburg, Williams Valley, the Vikings go to Newport, Halifax at Upper Dauphin, Line Mountain at Susquehanna, South Williamsport with a long road trip to the Northern Tiers, they take on Wyalusing, and Tri-Valley at Juniata. Coming up tomorrow night at 7, it's Mount Carmel at Southern Columbia, Southern Columbia with that very impressive 36-0 win over the Hammond School last Sunday in Columbia, South Carolina. After the break, we'll head back to Thompson Street Stadium in Jersey Shore, continue Seals game day with Pat Dave and Zach on Eagle 107. Hanging out this Labor Day? Get up, get out, and visit Blaze Alexander's Labor Day sale. We have low prices and huge discounts on all new and pre-owned vehicles in stock. Labor Day starting at 9 a.m. All Blaze Alexander family dealerships will be open. We have the car, truck, van, or SUV you want with a payment you deserve. All locations open on Labor Day starting at 9 a.m. and only at Blaze Alexander Family Dealership where you'll find the lowest price guaranteed. Why are you running around the yard? I'm clocking my time. For what? For the most exciting corn maze in the area. It's that time already? Yep. Cole Stony Hill Tree Farm's corn maze is opening soon. And I want to meet last year's time. Oh, you went crazy last year in the maze. You snuck in it twice just to get a faster time. And then you were even giddier in the Christmas shop. Oh, there's so much to look at. I mean, there's nutcrackers, there's stockings, there's ornaments for every event memory. You are so corny. The Corn Maze opens August 30th. Check out ColesStonyHill.com for maze and Christmas shop hours. Coles Stony Hill Tree Farm on Mexico Road, Milton, or at ColesStonyHill.com. Your exciting new TV experience is here. TiVo from Service Electric Cablevision is smarter, faster, and easier to use. With live TV, recordings, video on demand, and streaming apps all in a single place. When you're looking for something new, TiVo's recommendations are tailored to you. Voice-powered, personalized results help you find what you want faster. And you can experience the unlimited potential of smart home. The new experience from TiVo is here. Call SECV today or visit secv.com slash TiVo to learn more. At Sunbury Motor Company, the letters SMC mean a lot to us. Those letters stand for a tradition of trust since 1915. SMC. Stand for selling more cars. And satisfying more customers. SMC. It stands for Sunbury Motor Company. And when you need a Ford, Lincoln, Hyundai, or Kia, you have our lowest price promise. Log on to sunburymotors.com to see more choices and save more cash. And then you can say, start my car. I'll take it. SMC. In the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and routes 11 and 15. Hummel's Wharf. Eagle 107. Welcome back to Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company here on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. Tonight after the game, you can hear scores and highlights from across the region with Sunbury Motors Game Night. It's Sunbury Motors Game Night after the game here on Eagle 107. 
of the Sun, Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. Dave, we talked about already the impressive effort. Lorson, uh, Tanner Lorson, a week ago put up 55 points. He accounted for all eight touchdowns, four through the air, four passing, and boy, he had an opportunity. Now they were short fields in some of those possessions, and he had an opportunity to possibly put up even more than that. A couple guys dropped passes when they got away from people, but one of those things you always take a look. Was it his effectiveness? Was it the defense that allowed those opportunities? But the bottom line is he put up a lot of points and really just got it this Jersey Shore to a big win. He did. He, he's a big, strong kid. He's a senior, and, boy, he, you can just tell that he's a confident guy in there. He does deliver a nice ball. He, he is, uh, you know, he's, he's a nice-looking athlete. And, yeah, they did have a, a couple of short uh, fields. I think three times they, they scored off of short fields. But when you... When you throw for 220 yards and you rush for 101 yards, that's a pretty impressive night. We always talk about it on the high school level. Boy, you, if you get over the 200-yard mark and passing over 100 yards from your quarterback, you're going to ride him as far as he can take you. And then you com- combo that by a defense that did give up 35 points. One of those deals, I mean, they gave you 21 in the second quarter. And uh, Belfont pulled in within seven, 28-21 in that ball game. So there's got to be concerns from the defensive side for the Tom Gravish coach, George Shore Bulldogs. Looking at offensively, though, 416 yards a week ago. You talked about from the rushing department, 204 yards, 212 through the air. Lorson only threw one interception mm-hmm. a week ago. Also, they put up 24 first downs, so you know mm-hmm. they weren't a lot of big plays. They were moving the ball down the field and effectively moving the chains. They were, uh, and, you know, and not. They have a couple of real nice running backs there. Uh, their fullback and their tailback are both nice athletes. And I'll tell you, I was very impressed with their sophomore wide receiver, number 24, Caden Hess. Both of their wide receiver, actually, I thought were they could run fast. They're both tall guys. They're both over. They're six feet two inches tall. Both 186 pounds. They're identical. But they can run, and they have a height advantage over our, our quarterbacks. But to be honest with you, I think our quarterbacks our cornerbacks have an attitude advantage. We'll see what happens there tonight. It'll be fun. And it's always a big thing in terms of getting pressure on the quarterback, and uh, we're also very high on the linebackers and their abilities to get pressure, plus the defensive line. Nate Schoen leading the way for them from a defensive standpoint will be a big key about putting pressure on Lorson, but the thing was, he did have to roll out a couple times and make big plays when he was rolling out as well. So he's a very effective quarterback. Derek talked highly of him. He's a senior. He's polished, and he can make a lot of big plays. So it's going to be a big task for this defense. Now switching on the uh, Seals Grove side, when you look at them offensively, 378 yards they put up against the uh, Lewisburg Green Dragons, 223 on the ground. We'll start there. 223, 157 of them coming from Nate Schoen himself. Now, this is a team that struggled in the rushing department a year ago. They didn't have a guy go over 500 yards. So that coming into your first game, able to get the ball to Nate Schoen 26 times and run that effectively makes you a much dangerous offense. That that was the most impressive thing about Seals Grove in week one. Normally at that time, and especially with only one scrimmage, at that time of year, the first game, the, the, the thing that has to come along uh, the most is the offensive line play. This, it's obvious, it's, it's the most complicated thing that the team does. And they, I'm telling you, if I were a coach on that staff, I would be completely happy with what they did last week. They ran fundamental football. They ran leads, and they ran counters, and they ran dives. They ran uh, stretch. They ran outside zone, inside zone. 
and they did it well. I mean, there were some mistakes, but they did it real well for, for game one. We're talking about Nate Schoen, 26 carries, 157 yards, had a touchdown, so he put up six yards per carry, which matches his yard per carry in the entire 2018 season when he ran for 6.1, to be exact, a year ago. So the, 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 the recipe now is make sure he's getting touches more than 11 a game. That's how many he had. That was the most he had in any one game a year ago. So they've already shown that they're going to commit to letting him run the ball. And as a defense, you got to know this big kid's coming, coming to you, and you're going to have to deal with him 26, if not more, times a game. I'm sure that Jersey Shore's defensive coordinator is seeing him in his in his dreams right now. Not necessarily good dreams. Uh, I, I wouldn't be happy about defending Nate Schoen. And and you're right. Instead of having 11 rushes, he ran 26 times. I mean that that's impressive. 157 yards. Uh, and and not to be redundant, but I'm going to I'm going to say it again. That kid is a beast. Mm-hmm. And it. They added part of it, and we talked about it at the Tuna game. Now, he's a guy who loves physicality, and you talked to him in the interview afterwards about his desire to run physically. He wants to run guys over and get it to it. But the thing in his growth and his running, he's added in a spin move and his willingness to go around guys when it's necessary. He, he has a real nice spin move, and he's got he's also got a, a lateral cut, like a totally lateral cut, and he can square the shoulders and, and attack that line of scrimmage. And, I see him seeing linebackers and cutting away from them. He's, he's doing a great job of using his blocks, too. I see a little patience there in him, but I do see I do see that desire to finish some runs in, he, in a big and, way. And he had a big one a week ago where he did lower his shoulder and ran over the defensive back, and that was uh, satisfying to him, I am sure. But we do have a tough game of the week. It's our Blaze Alexander for tough game of the week. And this week, it's between the Shemokin Indians coming at 1-0, taking on the North Schuylkill Spartans, also at 1-0. So what we do, we keep an eye on that one throughout the week. And again, we address that as being our Blaze Alexander Ford Tough Game of the Week. Shemokin Indians coming at 1-0, taking on North Schuylkill Spartans, who also at 1-0. Dave, we're going to step aside, come back. We're going to hear from the head man coach, Derek Hicks, getting ready for the opening kickoff. Beautiful night here at Thompson Street Stadium. Glad you could join us here on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. It's the Jersey Shore Bulldogs hosting the Sealands Grove Seals. This is Sealands Grove football presented by Sealands Grove Ford on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. I'm at Seals Grove Ford at the Bridge in Seals Grove, and believe it or not, it's an honorary Todd Better here. My word. I'm coming back with great deals on new cars. And, you know, when you're looking at 20, 25, 30% off new, Scott, I mean, yeah. it hasn't gotten any better than that since I've been here. And how about the lease deals we got? New Rangers were starting with $1 down at $329 a month. And how about the uh, the new lease deals on F-150s? You know, they're starting at $349. And, Scott, that's with $1 down. It really is a great time to buy. Seals Grove Ford at the Bridge in Seals Grove and online at SealsGroveFord.com. Go, go. You know fall is the perfect time to take a day trip to visit the many local and New York wineries, breweries, sporting events, and much more. And the professional chauffeurs at Central PA Limousine and Car Service will help make it a day to remember. Choose from their fleet of luxury sedans, custom-built limousines, or shuttle vehicles that can seat up to 27 passengers. Like Sealands Grove Football, experience excellence in motion with Central PA Limousine and Car Service. For details, call Central PA Limousine and Car Service at 570-556-4777 or visit cpalimoride.com. I can still remember the kids rolling around on that comfortable living room carpet. Remember when they were babies, they'd bang those pots and pans on the kitchen tile? I still remember the sounds of soccer and baseball cleats running on those hardwoods. 
and you yelling, leave the shoes outside. <laughs> These floors have seen a lot, and they still look so good. They've got some good years left on them. Just like we do, honey. Right? You bet, my dear. You bet. Carpet Man in Milton. Flooring for life. TD, P-A-T, Q-B. All are important when playing football. And here's an important ingredient for playing the game of life. CPA, as in Bill Booker CPA. Bill's a great team member for all your accounting needs, income taxes, payroll, and bookkeeping. No matter if it's for one person or a whole business like your team on the field, Bill gets things done. He does the absolute best for all his clients. Get him on your winning team. Call him, William D. Booker, 374-7343. Or visit him on Market Street in Seagulls Grove, right next to the American Legion. We are Eagle 107. Halfway through game day, Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Sean Carey back with you in studio. Thompson Street Stadium, the site tonight. Rematch of last year's District 4 Quad A Championship between the Seals and the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. But let's go back to the regular season matchup last year, which was also in Week 2, but at Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field, where the Seals jumped out to a 17-3 halftime lead, courtesy of two Danny Shock touchdown passes to Ben Swineford and Josh Nyland, plus a Kyle Rule 33-yard field goal. They would extend the lead to 31-3 on a 41-yard screen pass to Joe Kahn and a Nate Schoen touchdown run. In the win for the Seals, Danny Shock threw for just under 300 yards and three touchdowns. Very impressive for a freshman. When we return, we will have Pat's weekly conversation with the head coach of the Seals Grove Seals, Derek Hicks, as we continue Seals game day driven by Sunbury Motors on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Hanging out this Labor Day? Get up, get out, and visit Blaze Alexander's Labor Day sale. We have low prices and huge discounts on all new and pre-owned vehicles in stock. Labor Day starting at 9 a.m. All Blaze Alexander family dealerships will be open. We have the car, truck, van, or SUV you want with a payment you deserve. All locations open on Labor Day starting at 9 a.m. and only at Blaze Alexander Family Dealership where you'll find the lowest price guaranteed. For nearly 100 years, Purdy Insurance has been your locally owned, family operated source for insurance products. With a staff of over 20 and partnerships with some of the industry's most trusted companies, Purdy has the experience and resources to get the job done. Whether you need personal home and auto or complex business insurance solutions, Purdy will help you navigate Navigate through the process. Call today at 570-286-5855. Or better yet, stop in their Sunbury office to see what Purdy Insurance can do for you. Score big savings this month from WNL Subaru and enter our football contest on Facebook for a chance to win $50,000 and other great prizes. For a limited time at WNL Subaru, you can save up to $4,000 by taking up to 10% off MSRP on select 2019 Subaru models. This just in, for a few days only, WNL Subaru is including the 2019 Subaru Forester in the 10% off. Save thousands now through Tuesday, September 3rd. See us on Route 11 in Northumberland or online at WNLSubaru.com. No purchase necessary to enter. See dealer for details on rent September 3rd. Eagle 107. This is Sealands Grove Seals football on Eagle 107. It's time for the Derek Hicks pregame show. Now back to the stadium with Pat O'Brien and Coach Hicks. Welcome to the Derek Hicks pregame show. Pat O'Brien along Coach Derek Hicks. Just about an hour away from getting this one underway. 
Coach Derek Hicks, team getting ready to take on the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Coach, you come off a good win. You go over Lewisburg, getting ready to play what's become kind of the rivalry against the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. In your preparation leading up to this, how do you feel the kids are feeling about last week's win in preparation for tonight? Uh, you know, they were excited. You start the year with a win, you're 1-0, and uh, you know that's where you want to be. It's a, a league win and a good week of practice, and here we are now, league game number two against Jersey Shore. Like you said, somebody we're seeing uh, twice a year for quite a while now. Jersey Shore gets a big win, 55 points. They put up Laura and uh, was uh, able to get four touchdowns through the air, four rushing touchdowns. Uh, what did you see on film in terms of what their quarterback's able to do? Uh, you know, he's polished. He's a senior, started last year for them. And, uh, you know, from, from when we played him last year at the beginning of the season, the playoffs, he, he improved by leaps and bounds. And uh, you can see in the offseason he was working because he's smooth. He's reading things well. Uh, I think he looks a little more athletic on film than he did last year. Uh, so he's certainly going to be... Uh, you know, a concern for us defensively. Now, a year ago, you, you dropped a game here, obviously in the district championship game, and you're up 14 nothing. Georgia Shore went to a hurry up, and uh, you know, really started to get up to the line of scrimmage quickly, running plays. Uh, you anticipate that coming into tonight, and how do you prepare for that if that's the case? Uh, you know, that was something we saw with the new 40-second clock that uh, teams are going to be able to take advantage. That once that ball hits the ground, uh, they can go. And we know Jersey Shore; they tried it last week with Belfont. Uh, so we prepared for in practice, and the only thing you can really do uh, is, as a coordinator, I've got to get my call in. As soon as the whistle's blowing, I've got to be mentally ready with what my next call is going to be and uh, get it on the field, and the guy's got to repeat it. And it, it just boils down to communication. Now, what about personnel-wise, trying to get guys in and out? You, you can't really do that under that kind of hurry-up mode. Huh? No, I mean, uh, oh, sorry to cut you off no, there, but, okay. but, but okay. fortunately for us, I mean, other than, you know, hopefully knock on wood, no injuries, but sure. other than that, you know, We'll get a guy in there, and uh, personnel-wise, you know, we're good. My linebackers can play multiple positions. Uh, the D linemen are able to shift around if need be. So, uh, you know, substituting it shouldn't be an issue for us. You talk about linebackers. Micaiah Showers growing into the position, really had a good game a week ago, had a good game here in 2018. What is the continued progress you see in, in Micaiah Showers? Uh, yeah, he's just he's becoming a linebacker. He's seeing things. And you watch Micaiah uh, at times last Last year, he was sometimes a step slow reading, kind of just processing things. Uh, this year, as soon as the ball snapped, it, it, it almost looks like he's blitzing when he's not because he's recognizing, reading his keys, recognizing what the offense wants to do a lot faster than he did last year. Talking to Coach Derek Hicks, as the Seals getting ready to take on the Jersey Shore Bulldogs, both teams coming in at 1-0 after big wins a week ago. The other thing uh, I noticed in Jersey Shore's approach, they they passed a little more efficiently. Uh, what you said, Lorison looking polished. They Went with the deep slant a few times. They had touchdowns off of that, but Belfont was able to step in front of one for an interception as well. What are you telling your corners with that deep slant? Uh, you know, they've just got, again, it's responsibility football. They, they've got, if we're in a cover two, they've got to funnel and trust their safeties. Uh, and in a cover three, they've got to have the position underneath that where just like Belfont did, they can, uh, you know, step in front and make a play. Now, it's a beautiful night once again as it was a week ago, but you are playing on grass, and I know that you use your grass field to prep. How how efficient is what you're doing in practice and get you prepared for what you're going to deal with this on this grass field? Um, you know, I think it's good. For years, I think we had this mental, kind of mental block when we'd come up here to play on this field. Um, I thought last year in the playoffs, even though it was an overtime loss, the kids, I mean, it was muddy, sloppy, and they just played football. Uh, so I think that they've gotten past that, oh, you 
you know, we're not on turf this week. And, uh, you know, you got Jersey Shore, we got Shikalemi in two weeks, and uh, they, they just got to play football. A field's a field. Yeah. Well, and then you can go to the rushing game as you did a week ago with 26 carries for Nate Schoen, 157 yards. Would expect a lot of the same uh, from him, especially with the offensive line played so well a week ago. Yeah, I mean, the best way to stop uh, the Jersey Shore offense is not let them on the field. So if we can get some nice sustained drives, uh, you know, running the football, get that 10-12 play drive, keep the clock ticking, uh, that, that's certainly going to you know be a positive for us. Final thought is, you know, coming out of week one, you think we, you know, you feel very good about your guys, but the old adage is you're never as good as you thought you were when you saw it live, never as bad. What was your takeaway, especially from an offensive line that really counted on them? Uh, you know, I told the guys on Monday at Films, they said uh, just that Friday night, I said, man, I thought, you know, we looked great. And uh, after watching the film, I told him, I still think you look great. You know, that that was one. Of course, there were mistakes. And I told him, uh, you know, if we're still here in five weeks, we have a problem. But for a week one game, I thought they played very well. Derek, we appreciate your time as always. Just moments away from getting this one underway. And, of course, all the seal action being heard right here on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Before you travel to the football stadium to cheer on your team, Track Henny Tag, your local PennDOT partner, can make sure your vehicle or tailgating RV is ready to roll. Track County Tag Service, Hummel's Wharf, is your convenient one-stop shop for fast and efficient service. Registrations, title work, and transfers, driver's license renewals, and notary services. All of those tasks that can seem overwhelming are taken care of without a long line or appointment. Track County Tag Service, the Susquehanna Valley's trusted PennDOT partner for over 40 years. Open Monday through Saturday at Park Road and Pennsylvania Avenue in Hummel's Wharf. State and service fees Here at Murray Motors Chevrolet, we are big enough to serve you, small enough to know your name. From sales, service, parts, and our body shop, Murray Motors Chevrolet brings you a bigger, better selection of cars, trucks, and SUVs, including the area's best certified pre-owned inventory. Our new inventory is expanding to an all-time high. We offer the only lifetime powertrain warranty and price match guarantee on all new Chevrolet models. Murray Motors Chevrolet, located a half mile south of Susquehanna Valley Mall, Seals Grove, or online at murraychevy.com. Powertrain warranty does not include commercial vehicles. TD, PAT, QB, all are important when playing football. And here's an important ingredient for playing the game of life. CPA, as in Bill Booker CPA. Bill's a great team member for all your accounting needs, income taxes, payroll, and bookkeeping. No matter if it's for one person or a whole business like your team on the field, Bill gets things done. He does the absolute best for all his clients. Get him on your winning team. Call him, William D. Booker, 374-7343, or visit him on Market Street in Sequins Grove, right next to the American Legion. This is Eagle 107. Welcome back to Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motors. Here on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. Just heard from the head man, Coach Derek Hicks, and his team preparing for tonight's game against the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. And he did talk about it in the offseason, how much they thought back to this game. It is an opportunity. They were up 14-0 against Jersey Shore. Jersey Shore got back in the game. Very crazy, strange ending to the game. Kyle Rule was able to kick a 35-yard field goal, forced overtime. Seals Grove got the ball first in overtime, but fumbled it away. Jersey Shore got it back. They took it to the one-yard line. Seals Grove defense held them to the one-yard line, but uh, Griffin, the kicker for Jersey Shore, was a very good kicker, had no problem putting the ball up through the uprights, and Jersey Shore walked off the field a year ago as district champions. So I put it to you, Dave. In your preparation as you're talking to kids in the offseason, 
Is it a strong emphasis to say we have a purpose, we need to go there, and we need to get something back that we left on the field a year ago? Oh, no, there's no no question about that. They, they have revenge on their minds tonight, and that really, I mean, you don't want to ever give up a district championship, but there's there's no better way to, than to, to prepare for the next season against this team. I, I really think they're going to go after it, and, and I think that... Uh, it's not going to be hard to uh, get these kids up for this football game tonight. We talk about last year. Look at the last five years between these two teams. The success all over the place. Now, Seals Grove struggled. They were under 500 last year at 5-7. and seven. But prior to that, 11-3 and three in district champs. 2016, they went 8-4 and four and got to the district championship but dropped that one to Jersey Shore. 2015, they went 13-2, and two, made it to the state quarterfinals before losing. And in 2014, they won the game here. We mentioned it already. They were able to beat Jersey Shore 6-2 to two when they finished that season at 9-4. and four. They made it to the first round of the states before falling and ending that 2014 season. And again, success on both sides. You look at uh, Jersey Shore Bulldogs. 2018, they were 7-6 and six in district champs. 2017, they made it to the semifinals before falling to Seals Grove where they finished 7-4. and four. But 2016, they went 9-4 and four district champs. In 2015, the Jersey Shore Bulldogs ended up 9-3. And, and in 2014, they went 11-1 and lost in the district finals. And Dave, credit, Seals Grove to that. They able to beat Jersey Shore, the only loss of the season, after an undefeated season for to- uh, Coach Tom Gravish and his, his uh, Bulldogs. But Seals Grove beat them that year 6-2 in the game that was a classic here. But, again, both sides have had success. We talked about Tom Gravish on his way up here. And uh, he's done it in a lot of different places. And, boy, he's got this program rolling, and he wouldn't expect anything different here tonight. Yeah, he's, he's, a, good football, he's a good football coach. His organization is, is evident when you see his teams. Um, he obviously teaches the most important things in football, and that's the fundamentals. They are, they are a fundamentally sound football team. Regardless of what kind of athletes they have, they, they're always fundamentally sound. And, and just look at his record. He's done well here. And taking a look at schedules for both teams. First for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs and Tom Gravish. He's been here eight years now, 49 and 35. And that includes an 0-10 season when he started in 2012. So again, just shows you the success they've had here. He's had to overcome a 12 or 10 season loss, a 10 game loss in 2012. But after tonight, they'll be at Montoursville. Tough back-to-back games when you look at Jersey Shore at Montoursville at Mount Carmel for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs before they return home against Chickalimmy, and then they're at Chimokin. Look at that schedule. At Montoursville, at Montoursville, then they travel to Schick at Chimokin, and we know Chimokin's a much-improved team, and then they take on Southern Columbia. And I know one thing, Seals Grove, we talk about year in and year out, put the best schedule together, give us the best opportunity to improve. But, boy, that run of games right there, Montoursville, Mount Carmel, Schick, Chimokin, Southern, I don't know if it gets much tougher than that. It's going to be a huge test. So tonight, would it make tonight even that stronger of an emphasis that you got to get the win tonight? Oh yeah, they they need to get this one. You're right. I, although, uh, you know, I, I have my doubts. Uh, I think the seals are going to be okay tonight. But um, yeah, I, I really I agree. Uh, that's a tough schedule. You got um, Henry Hynoski. They're playing up at Shemokin. That that's a tough place to play, especially with a guy like Henry, a coach. Those kids are playing. They're playing hard up there. And next week against uh, J.C. Kiefer, a week after the Seals, uh, J.C. Kiefer and the Montoursville football team, they are they're a, they are always a, a very physically strong team. J.C.'s a big weightlifter, uh, their head football coach, and uh, those kids follow him around and mimic him every way they can. They love him. So, yeah, those are tough two, or two tough weeks back-to-back, and 
Yeah, it's going to be a tough one for this, uh, for this group. So the emphasis for Jersey Shore, as it is for both teams, but when you're playing at home, you got to be able to defend your territory, defend your home field, and that's what Jersey Shore looked to here tonight, but Seals Grove obviously looking to disrupt that. Wrapping up the season for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs, they'll be at Lewisburg, at Bald Eagle, and then they wrap up at home against Central Mountain. For the Seals Grove Seals, again, schedule tough as well. After tonight, they'll be home against Southern Columbia. Then they'll be on road on the road for the rival game against the Chickalimby Braves before taking on Berwick at Berwick. They return home against Loyal Sock, and they have to go to Shemokin as well to take on the Indians. As you, mo- as you mentioned, much improved under head coach Henry Hanoski. And then they return home, the Seals do, to take on Central Mountain and Danville before they wrap up the season at Montoursville. And the reason this game is so important, not only is it a win, but these teams have gone back and forth over the last six seasons about winning one and then losing one and who gets home field advantage. And, Dave, you know, back in 2014, you want to try to avoid having to travel up here, play under the condition on a grass field after 11 games with the cold and how it's torn up. You want that as a home game, so that puts even a stronger emphasis for a win here for the Seals. You always want to be at home. It's just it's just an easier road, no question about it. But and if you have to if you have to back into the playoffs and, and, and play up here, let's do it. Whatever. And they will take on any challenge. Yep. And it, you know, and it, it's a good point. Derek said too during the interview that you know you get a little psyched out. You come up here, oh, grass field, it's yeah. torn up, and boy, that's a mental part of the game as a coaching staff. Yeah. I'm curious to see how things come here tonight and how you have to be able to approach this. And he feels confident that the kids have crossed that hurdle, that they come out, it's 100 yards one way or the other into the end zone. So you got to mentally get past that. It also helps that it's not it's not 25 degrees and with a blowing wind and ice on the field, too. It's a beautiful night, and there's grass on the field. <laughs> that, that's different. We're not used to that up here. Makes it very nice, and I like I said, a beautiful night here for the Seals Grove Seals to make the trip up. We've been talking about Tanner Lawson, a senior. Now, Derek talked about he's been around as a senior. He's very polished. In 2018, he went for 1,694 yards, just 14 touchdowns, and nine interceptions a year ago. 2017, he didn't have a stat because he was playing behind Shamori. So he has stepped in as a junior, put up almost 1,700 yards with those 14 touchdowns. But, boy, what a great start for the senior quarterback for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. 16 for 26, 220 yards, four touchdowns, and he threw that one pick. But he did rush 15 times for 101 yards and four touchdowns as well. On the flip side, we look at sophomore quarterback Danny Schock, 6'3", 200 pounds. Again, last week we mentioned how both – both quarterbacks are over six foot. Actually, both of them over six two. This week, we're looking at the same thing. You got a Tanner Lawson, six two hundred and eighty pounds. Boy, these quarterbacks are, are are coming into the fold as being pretty big, strong presence, and we see that on the Seals Grove side as well. You're darn right. Uh, Danny Shock is. He started off with a great week last week, and uh, he's he's in good shape. Tanner Larson, you can tell uh, that the kids he, they look up to him. He's a leader on this in this uh, Jersey Shore football team. So, yeah, we've got to concentrate on on keeping him in check. The band for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs entertaining the crowd. Expected a big crowd here. Such a beautiful night. Good backdrop here at Thompson Street Stadium. Come back to talk more about this matchup. A heavily anticipated week two matchup between the Seals Grove Seals and the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Both teams looking to get to 2-0 and get another, uh, get a conference win under their belt as well in a game that will play a big play a big part and who gets home field advantage should these teams advance in the district playoffs. Well, you're listening to Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company here on Eagle 107.
at Eagle107.com. Weaver's Tire Service in Northumberland supports Sealands Grove Seals football and all athletes. Because like sports teams, Weaver's Tire's customers come from all over. And to prove it this season, tell Weaver's you heard this commercial on Seals football. No matter where you live, and you get a super sports special. I don't know what it is. See Weaver's for details. They've got tires, passenger and commercial to farm, service, oil changes and inspection to repair, and two road crews to bring home the win. Weaver's Tire Service, Route 11 Northumberland, Weaver'sTires.com, and on Facebook. Every week, thousands of people from all over the world come through our doors to enjoy a home-cooked meal or just to browse our gift shops. One of the favorite spots that folks like to gather are near our fireplaces, found throughout our restaurant and lobby areas. Ever since Glicks installed the heat and glow inserts and fireplace, we've received so many compliments about how warm and inviting they make our store. I'm Steve Colhavy, General Manager of Country Cupboard in Lewisburg, and we're pleased to be able to recommend Glicks heat and glow products. Score big savings this month from WNL Subaru and enter a football contest on Facebook for a chance to win $50,000 and other great prizes. For a limited time at WNL Subaru, you can save up to $4,000 by taking up to 10% off MSRP on select 2019 Subaru models. This just in, for a few days only, WNL Subaru is including the 2019 Subaru Forester in the 10% off. Save thousands now through Tuesday, September 3rd. See us on Route 11 in Northumberland or online at WNLSubaru.com. No purchase necessary to enter. See dealer for details off around September 3rd. Eagle 107 is WEGH, Northumberland, Sealands Grove. Your home for Sealands Grove Seals football. It's almost time for kickoff. Now from the stadium are Pat O'Brien and Dave Hess. Welcome back to Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company here on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. And we are getting ever so close to the opening kickoff, heavily anticipated game between the Jersey Shore Bulldogs and the Sealands Grove Seals. Taking a look at some of the things that went on last week. Again, we talked about the points that Jersey Shore put up put up last week, 55 points. They only put up 52 or more one time a week ago when they put up 50, or a year ago when they put up 52 against Columbia Montour Votech. Now the Bulldog defense gave up 35 points to the Belfont Red Raiders, while a year ago they only gave up 35 or more twice. And they gave that was to Southern and Mount Carmel, and you can't sneeze at either one of them. So that's respectful if you put up 35 points against two teams. But only did it twice. They've already done it once here in, in uh, 2019. So from a uh, defensive standpoint, that is that's got to be a concern for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. You like 55, but you don't necessarily like 35. Especially when you have a team like Seals Grove coming to town. That that's a tough one. Uh, I'm sure that they, uh, they they had a sense of urgency in practice this week. They had to get some things straightened out. 35 is too many. And 21 in the second quarter alone, so something that you got to uh, keep an eye on as well. Jersey Shore stopped a two-game losing streak in openers to Belfont, so another thing to hang your hat on as well. Since Tom Gravish took over the program as head coach and his, four, his team are 4-4 four and four in openers, so you get that opening win. And we talked about this last week, Dave. You get, you're preparing all summer long and everything to get that opening game win boy that really propels you into week two and you know without having that second scrimmage it's so important to get that opening game win and both teams yeah. got it that, that's exactly right that second scrimmage is, is much needed and it's almost like that first game takes a place of it which bothers me but on the other hand the momentum that, uh, that tom gravish has built into this program with the playoff wins and so on you, you saw that last week in, in, a, in a good opener for them at least offensively so uh yeah that was a big win for them we talked about Tanner Lorson, passed four touchdowns versus Belfont last week. The senior quarterback 
had a four-touchdown performance in 2018, and that came against Montoursville, very good Montoursville team. Now, Leon Epp with 14 touchdowns a year ago. He's well on his way to get to that point where he only had 14 a year ago to Taylor Lorson. And we talked about his rushing four touchdowns for Taylor Lorson a week ago, and he... He only had one a year ago, or he only had three rushing touchdowns a year ago, so he already surpasses his rushing touchdowns from a year ago with those four a week ago. Yeah, yeah that, that's pretty tremendous. You, you throw for four and, and you run for four. It's amazing. Now, uh, one of those was a quarterback sneaking in the end zone, but, you know, with his big, long frame and, and his, his strength, that was an, a pretty impressive little run he had there. But, yeah, that the, the kid, is he's really, uh, he's really come into his own. His senior year, you can see that he's a great leader out there among his teammates. Now taking a look at the Seal and Scrove Seals and their quick hitters, Nate Schoen, we already talked about 175 times. We would expect him to get at least 20 carries, if not more, and it all depends on how this game goes. But he's effective in both ways. He had a catch for 19 yards a week ago, but you would think it's going to start first and foremost from that rushing attack. Again, he had 26 carries. His highest total carries a year ago, just 11 so you're going to see a lot more of that, and that's not going to be what Seals Grove's going to see tonight. They're going to give him the ball often. And the fact that he's not, like we already talked about, he's not running with that physical nature, so it's also going to help him later in the game as well. Keeping his physicality down will help him be able to finish the game strong. He's just, he's just growing as a running back. Talk about Schoen didn't have more than 11 carries in 2018. Also, Schoen finished, we talked about this already, six yards per carry a year ago in 2018 for the entire season that's what his total was a week ago six yards per carry it's a pretty good number you give it to him and you start your second down at second and four you're doggone right that's a great way to start a series listening the honor of a jersey shore bulldog player let's let the pa guy take over he was life-fighting medical center where number 20 has a new fight ahead after many complications and challenges, Caleb flickered his eyes and showed us he was still fighting to fight on the 20th day. The number 20 also transformed the Jersey Shore and surrounding communities like never before. Everyone pulled together and showed their support and became 20 strong. Schools showed up for Friday Night Lights with open arms supporting the team and extending their well wishes to Caleb, who was working hard in his own fight. On December 20th, Caleb was able to return home to his family, friends and community to continue his next phase of recovery. The support he received undoubtedly has helped him and the Leon family keep the fighting spirit. Although we are still Without a long-term prognosis, Caleb continues working hard in physical therapy, occupational therapy, and speech three days a week. Caleb takes each day with a smile and continues to make gains that show promise and that the Bulldog spirit is still going strong. In honor of Caleb Leon and his family, the Jersey Shore Area School District will 
weekend here at Thompson Street Stadium as the Jersey Shore Bulldogs retiring Caleb Leon's number. Great honor for him. What a tough kid going through a lot. Family's going through a lot, and he's been supported by a great community. And we hope him and wish him the best as he continues through his recovery. As he's waving to the crowd. What a touching moment here. Derek sometimes realizes it's just high school football. And what that young man's going through is life. And uh, what a what a survivor, what a battler. That's a good point, Pat. This is life. This is this is what it's all about. An emotional moment, I'm sure, for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs faithful. And uh, what a great moment to be able to have him out here on such a beautiful night and to have his number retired. And no one will ever wear number 20. And uh, like I said, a young man who is just battling to be able to live life as we all wish we could every day. And he's getting a standing ovation from both sides. And you know, now you turn your attention to something he loved, and that's playing football. And uh, like I said, what a touching moment. And we're going to now respect the flag and the singing of the national anthem here from Thompson Street Stadium here on Eagle 107. Eagle107.com. We're just moments away at getting this one underway. Just moments for getting this one underway, and that's when I throw it to you and uh, just ask you simply, what's going to seal deal for a victory for the Seals, Grove Seals? Well, first of all, they've got they've got to eliminate the efforts of, of Hunter Lorson. Uh, they, they've got he can't have the kind of night he had last week, so they've got they've got to get pressure on him when he's throwing the ball. They've got to mirror him. They've got to look at him, watch him as he drops back. If he tucks it and runs, they've got to get on him quickly. Um, and obviously, we want to keep the ball out of their hands. They can score points. They can score big points. So I think long possessions, long drives would be a great thing for Seals Grove tonight. And third, but I think most importantly, in, in, in a game like this, an old grudge match uh, that, that's for a league title, maybe, down the road, you got to protect the football. You've got to protect the football. You've got to limit or eliminate turnovers and things that might give Jersey or Jersey Shore a short field. They scored on a short field last Friday three different times. We can't allow them that same opportunity against us. Well, we'll keep an eye on that as we go throughout the ball game and see if those very things are the difference in a victory for the Seals Grove Seals as they look to go to 2 and 0. Oh. Well, that's been Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motors with Ford, Hyundai, as Lincoln in the North 4th Street, all replies in Sunbury and Sunbury Motors Kia as routes 11 and 15 on the strip and the Hummel's Wharf. This is Seals Grove Football, presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107, WEGH, Northumberland, Seals Grove.
We'll see as the captains get ready to make their way out on the field. And, again, we talked about the numbers already. We know what Lorson was able to put up last week. And you know what's they Jersey Shore has lost over there and what they're trying to overcome. They're trying to overcome the loss of their leading receiver, their leading the leading tackler, and their leading rusher from a year ago. Kyle Toom, leading rusher. Hunter O'Connor, he was their leading tackler, and their leading receiver was Peacock. So to put up 55 points knowing you lost your leading rusher and your leading receiver, that just shows the, the ability to have your kids prepare, deal with the, and it. We say it all the time. It's a program. So if you're going to lose guys, programs are allowed or able to put other people in place. That's exactly right. Program, programs reload. They, they reload, and, and that's where, where Tom Gravish has gotten his team to now. You know, plus they, they have a pretty nice tailback in Josh Malicki. Um, he ran tough last week. I think he had 18 carries for 72 yards and two catches for 31 yards. Uh, Dawson Seacrest, fullback, ran a nice little inside counter last week against uh, um, against Belfont, and, and he ended up with 29 yards, but uh, I and and they also have some very very nice receivers. I had mentioned before Caden Hess, and they have uh, Stanton Westland, who's is also another nice looking athlete on the outside, big tall long kid. So they uh, you know they, they have athletes, they have athletes everywhere in this field on their, on their team. Too. Well, and when you talk about uh, putting things on film, and it was something that often I heard you say and. You know, when you put up 55 points, you're doing it a lot of ways. You have a lot of film to watch and a lot of different guys getting involved. But it was, uh, as you said, Caden Hess was a leading receiver a week ago. And Lorson doing it with his feet and also with his arm. Jersey Shore will get the opening kickoff to get things underway. So we'll have an opportunity to see Tanner Lorson right from the beginning. Trey Bainey, a captain, along with Josh Nyland, Danny Schock, and also Nate Schoen, the captains for the Seals Grove Seals. So looking at this, Jersey Shore Bulldogs offensively mentioned already, Tanner Lorson, the senior quarterback. In the backfield, Dawson Seacrest and Josh Malicki. The receiving court, Caden Hess and also Stanton Westland came with just two catches for 31 yards, but he did have the uh, two touchdowns a week ago along with Caden Hess, who had two touchdowns reception as well. The tight end is Ryan Kirchner. On the defensive side for Sealands Grove up front, Trey Bainey, Nate Schoen, and Vance Metzger. The linebackers, Showers, Kissinger, Almit, Showers, and Metzger. And the defensive back, Hollenbach, Nyland with the safety, Teague Hoover. Teague Hoover with the seven tackles a week ago, and a lot of those were right around the line of scrimmage. He does a nice job of getting up in that run pursuit close to that line of scrimmage. He'll get an opportunity to jog out on the field as a safety and see him at work, that sophomore safety. He had a good year as a freshman, and, boy, you know his growth is just going to continue to be there. He becomes a key component to the backside of that defense, all back there by himself as a single safety. Absolutely, he, and he does a great job. He's a gutsy kid. He's a hard, hard-nosed player, good tackler. So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing that. Uh, it's going to be a good night here. Looks like the Seals are just about ready to kick off. Look at Jersey Shore, nine seniors, 17 juniors, 11 sophomores, and two freshmen on their roster from a year ago. They had 15 seniors graduated, so they're only at nine seniors. So this is a program you would expect to be good for years to come. Kyle Rule will kick this one away. We're underway. It's a line drive kick, and it's going to go to the deep man at the five. Turns it up to the 10. Looking for a block at the 15. Gets to the 20. Falls over to the 21. As Meckley in on the stop, along with number two, Brandon High, on the stop. But it's a good return for the 
Jersey Shore Bulldogs deep in their territory, able to take it beyond the 20, and that was Maliki on the return. That'll be a first down and 10 for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Jersey Shore a week ago, 416 yards, 200 on the ground, 204 on the ground, 212 in the air. And again, four rushing touchdowns and four passing touchdowns, so good balance from the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. First down and 10, just underway here from Thompson Street Stadium. Hesco's in motion. Pitch is going to go to Maliki. Trying to get to the edge. Being chased from behind by Metzger. He's got to get all the way to the sideline and finally knocked out of bounds. Metzger and also that Dean Hollenbach making the stop on the far side after a short pickup by the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. That was a quick toss to the outside, and they are up and re- under center and ready to go already. They will do that hurry up. That's what we talked about with Coach Derek Hicks. Larson's going to throw his first pass. Got a man out there in and out of his hands. There's going to be a flag on the play in the backfield. On the coverage that time was Teague Hoover as he was guarding the receiver. The intended receiver was Seacrest. Came in with just one catch a week ago, but it falls incomplete. There's a flag on the play, our first flag of the night. So the officials will chit-chat following the penalty here. Let me get off the early penalties. Yeah. Got we'll to check to see that. if we got a, maybe a legal man downfield to oh. see what happens here. That would be a big penalty. Look at the body language, and as you said, it looks like it's going to go against the Jersey Shore Bulldogs, so that's going to put them deep, deeper in their own territory. So defensively, that really jazzes you up on the defensive side, knowing that now you're you're far behind the sticks. Yeah, it's second and about uh, nine. It. It's a second and eight, so second, second they catch what the call was. So the play I, I just goes as uh, it was. I think they, they waved that off of the point. Quick pitch that time goes to Maliki. He's got some room. Crosses the 30 to 35. And finally taken down there by Ryan Almit. The junior linebacker able to make the stop, but a good run. But Almond, the junior, able to get to him, but quickly to the line of scrimmage. Now they're, they're in a spread formation. They got trips with a single receiver on the other side. Let's go to Maliki again. Hit the backfield by Schoen, and he's going to go down. And Schoen is able to make the stop as it went to Maliki off the right side. Schoen, Schoen got the running back just as he got the handoff. Uh, it looked like he came through the line on touch. He's playing directly over the center tonight. That, that's a nightmare for any center to try to block him. And see if he continues to calls nightmares for the center as you mentioned tanner will throw the ball lots of time now he's going to take off and run being chased by kissinger and that's who will be stopped by kissinger show helps finish him off and his helmet comes off and high school rule he's got to come out yeah he's got to come off and it's third and about uh two or three yards this is a big down for them and they've got to do it without their quarterback and jogging out on the field number 17 that's weary brandon weary just a junior six foot 170 pounds will come out and you nailed it, Dave, on a big third down play here. Third down and about five for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. No score, just underway. And they're, they're in a spread formation. The snap goes to Maliki. Trying to get to the edge. He's met by Ahmed and also Trey Bainey. It'll take him down. Loss on the play. And of course, a punting situation for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. He lost two yards. Our, our defensive line penetrated that. Again, we had two defensive linemen get there before he even got the handoff. And number 15 will drop back. Owen Anderson, the junior, will punt this away. Nyland and Brett Four will stand inside or about their 25-yard line waiting for the punt. Good snap, and the punt's going to get away. Line drive kick coming up will be Nyland to make the catch off his shoulder pad, and then he'll be slammed to the turf. Taking him down that time was number 23, Dalton Dugan, on the 
punt coverage, but that went off the shoulder of Nyland, and fortunately that wasn't a muff that time. But Seals Grove takes over, first time, first time on offense, first down at 10 from their own 25-yard line. Nyland did a great job of handling that punt. That was, uh, that was a knuckleball that came at him. It was kind of a low-line drive. And he bobbled it, but he held on to it. And he saved this team about 15, 20 yards because that would have rolled forever. And it puts him at the 25-yard line to start this offensive possession with Danny Schock. 155 yards, two touchdowns a week ago. Low back in the backfield on this one would be Nate Schoen. He went for 157 yards. He gets the call. Tiptoes around, and he's going to be swallowed up as he tries to cross the 25, maybe a half yard, maybe a full yard, and that's going to be it. You'll see Ryan Allman, the fullback as well, in the backfield along with Shock and Schoen. The tight end is Wyatt Metzger. He has a touchdown to his credit in 2019. The offensive line, Young, Schaefer, Maul, Metzger, and Bainey were the expected starters here tonight. But I see number 54, Schaefer. Here, or excuse me, now that's Makai Shower. So Schaefer is in there on that offensive line that played very well a week ago. I formation behind Shock. Gets the toss is shown. Trying to get to the edge. Not much there. He's going to have to reverse his field. Dragon defenders and finally slammed down at the 20-yard line. And that's going to be a loss of about six on the play by Nate Schoen. Well defended that time by the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. That was a toss play to our left side. They tried to get Nate outside. And the defensive backs uh, for Jersey Shore just did a great job. Defensive backs, the outside linebackers came up field. They pushed it deep, and there was just nowhere for him to go. Setting up a big third down and long. Caught about third down and 14. Two wide receivers split to the right. Four in the slot on the right-hand side. Schoen drops back under pressure. Gets rid of it, looking for four. And almost caught by four after it went through the hands of Anderson, the defender. But it falls incomplete, and it'll be a putting situation for the Salem's Grove Seals. Yeah, Danny Schock got a lot of pressure, and, and he, uh, he had to fight just to get that throw off. Almost come up with a play. It looked like Anderson was going to make the interception there. He went up for it, unable to, and then the deflection comes off the hands of Brett Ford, but it hits the turf, and Wyatt Metzger is going to have to drop back to punt this one away. Back deep, number 24, that's Hess, along with number 15, and that's Anderson. This is going to be a high short kick. Could have bounced at about the 40 five-yard line and roll to the 43-yard line, and that's where Jersey Shore is going to take over first down and 10. It'll be their second possession. Both teams have had the ball one time. Not a lot of success between either offense to start the game, so Jersey Shore will get it back first down and 10 with good field position outside of their own 43-yard line. Pat, we expected to see the the, uh, the up-tempo with the offense, you know, the no-huddle stuff, but what we didn't see, I didn't expect them to come out with a spread formation like they did. Now they're in tight. They go with the tight formation with one wide receiver, splits in life. Owen going in motion, he gets the call. Goes up underneath Kitzinger, Kitzinger, good pursuit, takes him down. Late flag comes in after the loss of a couple yards. Kitzinger. Doing a nice job from his linebacker position, the junior, but there is a flag on the play. They're going to call a personal foul penalty. So that's that's going to give Jersey Shore a first down into Sealens Grove territory after what would have been a loss on the play. And that was a great defense play by the Seals. They ran a speed sweep left to right. Um, number 15 took the handoff, and uh, he, he came to the right, and there was no place to go. The, the Seals played upfield, and uh, great place. Too bad it was uh, it ended like that, though. 
So they'll walk that one off. So it's going to be a first down and 10 for Jersey Shore, crossing in the Seals Grove territory at the 42-yard line. Wide receivers each side. Owens goes in motion, faking it to Owens. Taylor Lawson looking deep down the left sideline, and it's going to go out of bounds, intended for Westland. Defended well out there, but it falls incomplete. It'll bring up a second down and 10 for the Bulldogs. Yeah, it was a little bit of an overthrown ball, but uh, uh, Dean Hollenbach had a nice coverage over there. He did a very good job. Quickly up to the line of scrimmage. Westland, after missing that connection there, has to quickly get back to the line of scrimmage. Lorson rolling to the right. Plenty of time. Look it. Gets rid of it. And it's got his catch made by the tight end that time as he was able to make that catch. That's number 48 on the other end of Lorson's throw, and that's Tony Schaefer. And that's going to be enough for a first down for the Bulldogs at the 30-yard line. Trips to the left. That's where Lorson's going. Now reverses it field. A lot of room between the tackles. He's going to be tackled by Ryan Orbit, but his strength able to take it inside the 20-yard line. Down close to the 17-yard line goes Tanner Lorson on the run. That was a called quarterback draw, and it went. He got some nice yards on that. Miller checking into the game for the Seals Grove Seals. Freshman at 5'10". 205 pounds will come in for Nate Schoen. First down and 10 at the 17-yard line. Larson rolling to his left, stands up tall. Now reverses the field, gets rid of it. He's got a man in the middle of the field. That's Schaefer making a catch again outside of the 10-yard line. He'll be about the 12-yard line, called a five-yard pickup, second down and five. Yeah, he was under pressure, and uh, he just he had a, a man standing there, a, a, a running back, I think, right in the middle. Oh, it was a receiver. He just did a sit route right in the middle, and uh, he found him late. Orson in the shotgun. Drops back. Quick throw this time. Owens making a catch. Trying to get to the sideline. Cutbacks up. Caught from behind. Teague Hoover and finished off by Miller. But it's a good pickup, and it's going to be enough for another Jersey Shore first down. As Jersey Shore trying to show that balance between the run and the pass. Very quick bubble screen there to the wide receiver, and he got some good yards. Lorson's going to roll to his right this time. The keeper, nope, he's going to flip it out to Maliki, and he's going to walk into the end zone. Touchdown for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. They just ran an option play, a quarterback and tailback option, and uh, quarterback got handled, and he pitched it, and there was no uh, nobody there. Um, so uh, whoever had contained on the Seals Grove defense, um, they didn't get the job done that time. I'm sure that the coach is going to be talking to them about that. Now, Cameron Allison will do the kicking for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. On the hold is Hess trying to push the lead up to 7 to nothing. It's a low snap, but handle. Kick is up, plenty of distance through the uprights, and it's good. That was an impressive drive by Jersey Shore. Uh, we've got to stop helping him, though. We can't give up the penalties. Remember, a big person, a foul penalty after a loss yeah. of a couple yards. That was huge. Put the ball into Seals Grove territory, and they yeah. rode the momentum. And Coach Derek Kicks is emphatic to his defensive guys about what's going on here and what he wants from them. Not a good display defensively. And like you said, a lot of it helped from a penalty standpoint as the Jersey Shore Bulldogs able to finish off a seven-play drive covering 56 yards, taking one minute and 41 seconds, and finished off by that Maliki five-yard touchdown run. The extra point good by Allison, and the Jersey Shore Bulldogs lead 7-0 with 6.54 to go here in the first quarter. That's the Seals Grove Ford drive summary. I, 
I really think that up, the up-tempo offense helped them, uh, helped Jersey Shore a lot, the no-huddle stuff. Uh, we, I think we got caught on our back on our heels there a few times, but uh, you know, I think that we've got to regroup and get it back together. We need an offensive drive now. We've got to, we've got to take this momentum back. Sills will be looking to do that here. As Allison will kick this one away. It's going to be a short kick, and it's going to hit and roll out of bounds as Nyland comes up on it, but it does roll out of bounds. Notice on film that Allison does struggle a bit to get the ball deep downfield. We talked about this before we went on the air, Derek. We kind of take for granted what the kickers have been able to do. Maybe not you, but I know Ryan and I talked it for years. We've had good kickers over the years who are able to not only kick it through the uprights on PATs but get a crucial field goal, but also kick it deep on kickoffs. Allison's right. kick there goes out of bounds and gives Seals a great field position. Uh, we, we've been lucky, and, and they, Jersey Shore's obviously struggling with their kicker because they didn't kick deep one time against Belfont. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Squib, squib kind of kicks. Yep. And we have, drives. we have Coach Dan here, and we have some good kickers. So Seals Grove looks up the scoreboard, sees themselves trailing 7 nothing with 6.54 to go here in the first quarter. Yep. And they're on the 35-yard line. 35-yard line after the ball sailed out of bounds on the kickoff. Metzer goes in motion from left to right. I formation behind shot. Schoen's going to get the call, hit the backfield, and he's going to go down. The one thing when you see on film that he had 26 carries for 157 yards and you have a good coaching staff like the Jersey Shore Bulldogs, you're going to say beat us, you know, by the pass because we're going to try to stop the run, that 5-2 big there on Chum. Yeah, and, and Colin Samar, the, the nose guard, just got straight into the backfield there and, and uh, he, he got shown before he had a chance to make a move. Up front, Stets, Francis, Samar, as you mentioned, Peacock, Kirshner, the linebackers, Dugan, and Seacrest, the defensive backs. For Jersey Shore, Schaefer, Guthrie, the corners, Maliki, Anderson are the safeties. Second down and 14 after the loss on the first play. Quick throw out this. The ball hits Dylan, but he's going to go down quickly. Owens makes a, top, makes a stop quickly at the 32-yard line. Ball looks like it was either tipped or slipped out of Shock's hand as he tried to hit Nylon. Yeah, that was supposed to be a quick hitter. Uh, Nylon just ran a little hitch. He was supposed to catch the ball, come back to the quarterback, catch the ball, get upfield and get some tough yards. But the ball got there and it floated so slowly that uh, the, the pursuit got to him before he could do anything with it. And result, it's a still a 14 yards to pick up the first down, but now it's third down and 14. Seals Grove trailing 7 nothing with 5.39 to go in the opening quarter. Shock rolling to his right. Get it. Got a man wide open. Making the catch is Christian Kantz. Falls over the 40 to the 41-yard line, but it's going to be short of a first down after the 10-yard pickup. So it's going to be 4th and 4. 4th and 4, and Metzger jogs out to look to punt this one away again. Now, Metzger's going to have to punt. We're going to have to punt these guys deep and, and play some great defense here now. I'm sure that the coaches have had a chance to talk to the kids, straighten some things up on the defense. Trying to change the field position here. As you said, Metzger looked to try to boom this one away. Owens and Hess standing outside their own 20-yard line, waiting for the Metzger putt. He gets it away. It's a high kick. It will go away from the return man, hit it to 30, and take a bounce straight to the right and be touched down by... Gearhart, and that's where Jersey Shore will take over. First down and 10 from their own 30-yard line, leading 7 nothing. We look for Shemokadam Health Center backbreaker play of the game candidates throughout. And that big penalty against Seals Grove, that personal foul penalty, instead of being a loss on the play, it gave the ball first down and 10 in Seals Grove territory. That's a big play, the candidate for the Shemokadam Health Center backbreaker play of the game well that is it so far because that 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 was a big momentum shift at that time in the game and that sustained their drive 
4.51 to go in the opening quarter. Things kind of silence here on the near side. Jersey Shore takes over first down at 10. Owens going in motion. Rolling to the right is Tanner Lawson. Gets rid of it. Hess makes the catch. Teague Hoover comes up, flattens, but it's a good pickup of nine. But Hoover made sure it was no more after the catch. Good hit by Teague. It was nice. It was a well-run uh, uh, curl by Hess, and uh, there wasn't much pressure on the quarterback there. Lorson able to find Hess. Lorson's going to keep it this time. Now he's going to pitch it to Maliki. Nice. Hit the backfield. First guy back there was at Micaiah Showers. Yes, it was. Finished off by Nate Schoen. It's worth noting, Micaiah Showers had 20 tackles on this field a year ago in the district championship that's, game. That's a lot of the play. Yeah. Now, that was just that was the same option they ran for the touchdown. They just did there, and our kids defended it perfectly. Comes to place right on it, but he's held up the line of scrimmage. Lorson gets it away. Look at down the left sideline. There's another flag on the play as the ball falls incomplete. Dean Hollaback, Teague Hoover on the coverage, but it's going to hit the turf, fall incomplete. Now we got to listen to what the penalty was there as the Seals Grove Seals I, will I, refuse a penalty against yeah. the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. So that, yeah, okay, so that was on them. Yeah, it must have been a hold. It's fourth down and about uh, six now. So they will refuse that. So it's going to go against the um, Jersey Shore Bulldogs. So Owens will drop back to punt this one away. Waiting back is Brett Four and Josh Nyland. End over end kick. Nyland has to go back. Picks it off off the turf and has to fall down on top of it. And it will stop at the 24-yard line. So ugly punt, but a good result for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Seals Grove takes over at their own 24-yard line. First down at 10, trailing. 7-0 here in the first. That was another low-line drive punt. It was, it was kind of a knuckleball, and, and once again, it was everything that Nyland could do just to stop that ball and handle it. That, that was a tough situation for him. If he could catch that ball, he had some return room. But he is able to fall on top of it, and at the 24-yard line, Seals Grove takes over first down in 10. Seals Grove right. needs a first down. Get a first down to move the chains. Christian can't split to the left. Nyland to the right. Shotgun to center. Takes the snap. Gives the show. Nope, this is Dean Hollenbach. Falls over the 25, out to about the 26-yard line. So a positive play there. Seeing the game also for Seals from number 59 on that offensive line. That's Nick Klein, the tackle senior, 5'11", 232 pounds. Jersey Shore went to an eight, the eight men on the line of scrimmage for that play. And it's, it's almost like they knew we were going to try to run the ball up the gut. But uh, Dean turned into a couple of tough yards, a second at about eight. High formation again behind Shuck. Two wide receivers each side. Metzger, the tight end, on the right side. Drop it back is Danny Shock Under pressure, and he's going to go down. Nowhere to go under heavy pressure. Finally finished off that time for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Number 57 able to make that stop. Danny Shock really had nowhere to go. And that's Carter Peacock, the sophomore, on the stop. The offensive line is, is really having a hard time figuring out where these guys are. They've, they've been lining up in different fronts the last couple of plays. I think there's a little bit of confusion. So the offensive line, they're going to have to communicate and get this stuff right. they got to straighten this up in a hurry here. It's third and 16 right now. After the big loss on the play of eight yards, it is a third and 16. 2.35 to go in the opening quarter. Seals Grove trailing 7-0. Shock turns, pitches to Dean Hollabach. He's going to get to the edge with his speed. Got some room. Bounce it off a defender. Going to get close to the 30-yard line. Be short of a first down. So it's going to 
be a punting situation here for the Seal and Scrub Seals, but Dean Hollenbach able to show his speed that time and get some positive yards as he's going to come off the field anticipating a punting situation here. And that was just a basic toss right. We got good yards, but we just didn't get enough for the first down. Fourth and about uh, six. Owens and Hess will drop back. They're standing about their own 35-yard line waiting for the Metzger punt. His third punt of the night. Looking for the good snap here. Gets a good snap, some pressure, but gets it away. Good high kick straight down the hash mark. Fair catch by Owens at the 35-yard line. Jersey Shore's got a first down and 10. Good field position at their own 35-yard line. That's where sometimes we start barking and say, how about we get a big defense and maybe a pick, interception, fumble, something to gain a little momentum and have it in Jersey Shore territory. But right now they're dealing with Jersey Shore Bulldogs having good field position. Seen into the game, Damian Catherman, the guard on the defensive side, excuse me, sophomore, 5'10", 206 pounds. He'll play the left defensive end position. Broken eye behind Lorson. Timeout's going to be taken here, be taken by the Seals. Seals Grove Seals as Derek Hicks will make his way out. Sean, games are just underway. We have a 7 nothing lead here with the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. What about other games going on around the Valley? You bet, guys, on the Aubrey Alexander Toyota out-of-town scoreboard. Currently on 100.9, the Valley. First quarter, Lewisburg up 7-0 over Central Mountain. Also in the first, Warrior run 8, Milton nothing. Montoursville with a quick 21-0 lead over, over Hughesville. Bloomsburg and Mifflinburg, they are even at 7-7. South Williamsport leading 7-0 over Wyalusing. And Juniata draws first blood over Tri-Valley 7-0. Get your scoreboard updates all night long at eagle107.com. Shore leads the Seals early 7-0. Back to Shore with Pat and Dave Hess. Thank you, Sean. The updated scores and other games going on around the Valley. We'll do that all night long here at Thompson Street Stadium. 7-0 lead for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs with 1.58 to go in the opening quarter and Things feel a bit flat here uh, for the Seals, Grove Seals. See if the defense can gain some momentum here and possibly a big play. Lorson under center with Hesco in motion from right to left. Going to give the pitch to Maliki. He's going to get to the edge. Ryan Allman in pursuit, unable to get to him. Maliki finally finished off. Brett Four in on the stop along with Schaefer. But Maliki able to cross the 40 out to the 42-yard line. So he's going to get about eight on that carry and set up a second and short for the Bulldogs. Yeah, that was an outside run. Uh, Ryan Ahmed had a, had a nice angle on it. He just, he had a hand on him and missed it. Lorson rolling to his right. Gets rid of it. Got a man wide open. That Seacrest making the catch. Got a first down. Short of midfield. Looks like the market at the 49-yard line. So they will pick up about six on the catch that time. And Schaefer slow to get off the turf that time. Following the hit on the receiver that time. Seacrest only had one catch a week ago, but... He had a reception there for a big first down for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Lorson under center, broken eye behind him. Hold the whistle up to make sure the Shaper's off the field there. He is, so now he'll put it back in play. Clock running 125 to go here in the opening quarter. Seals Grove trailing 7-0. Lorson taking the snap, three-step drop, gets rid on the slant. In and out of the intended receiver's hands. Intended receiver that time was number 32. Uh, in out of his hands, trying to make the catch, and that was Brett Guthrie, but it falls incomplete. 
It'll bring up a second down and 10. Guthrie ran a post. They were real successful with that pattern against Belfont last week. The ball hit him directly in the chest, and he dropped it. I think our cornerback's going to have to tighten up a little bit and not give him that slant. Quick handoff this time as off the right side. Gets it into Seelens Grove territory, does Maliki. But again, Maliki came in a week ago after going 18 carries, 72 yards, and two catches. So he will be the main running back for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. He picks up about three there. So it'll be a third down and seven. Under 50 seconds to go here in the first quarter. Seven-nothing lead for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Blitz coming. Lorson takes the snap. Roll it to his right. Gets rid of it. Man makes the catch. That's Hess. Bounces off the Kissinger tackle. And they're going to give him credit all the way inside the 35-yard line to the 33-yard line, which is enough for another first down for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Lorson ran a sprint pass to the right there. And, and it, it, the receiver wasn't uh, uh, he – he didn't have a lot of room, but he threaded the needle. And We've got to contain the quarterback. Got a first down there. Hess going in motion. Pitch goes to Maliki going to the left. Being chased by Makai Showers, but able to get away from him. He's going to be in a run pursuit that time by Teague Hoover and a host of white shirts in on the stop. See if they even give him one there. Under 25 to go in the opening quarter. One of Jersey Shore run another play here. They do quickly get up to the line of scrimmage. Lorson under center. Takes the snap. Rolling to his right. Got some time. Now under pressure by Macharo. He's going to take off and run with it. Hit from behind and finally taken down by Catherman and also by Miller. But that play will end the first quarter here from Thompson Street Stadium with the Jersey Shore Bulldogs leading the Seals Grove Seals 7-0. Let's step aside. This is Seals Grove football presented by Seals Grove Ford here on Eagle 107 at Eagle107.com. Here at Murray Motors Chevrolet, we are big enough to serve you, small enough to know your name. From sales, service, parts, and our body shop, Murray Motors Chevrolet brings you a bigger, better selection of cars, trucks, and SUVs, including the area's best certified pre-owned inventory. Our new inventory is expanding to an all-time high. We offer the only lifetime powertrain warranty and price match guarantee on all new Chevrolet models. Murray Motors Chevrolet, located a half mile south of Susquehanna Valley Mall, Seals Grove, or online at murraychevy.com. Powertrain warranty does not include commercial vehicles. Oh. Eagle107.com. Welcome back to Thompson Street Stadium and Eagle 107, Eagle 107's coverage of the Seals Grove Seals. At this point, they trail 7 0, getting ready to move into the second quarter. We mentioned already Tanner Lordson a week ago, 220 yards on 16 completions. On 26 attempts, he had four touchdowns a week ago and four rushing touchdowns when he went for 101 yards. But, you know, he's showing, and Derek Hicks talked about, he's polished, rolling outs, buying time, and able to find guys, picking up crucial first downs. And they've now moved the ball deeper into Seals Grove territory to about the 26-yard line, a big third down and two to start the second quarter. Look at that number, Seals Grove, seven yards on nine plays. Jersey Shore, 99 yards on 20 two plays in that first quarter. Lorson under center. Blitz coming. And now there's going to be a flag. Did Makai Showers jump up there? And the way the Jersey Shore is clapping it up, not only is that a penalty, but it's going to give Jersey Shore Bulldogs a first down after the defense jumping too soon. That's encroachment. Our linebackers tried to time up their blitzes and uh, they miscalculated. See Oscar Macharo into game number 81, playing at the linebacker position. The lineup to the left of Makaya Showers inside of Metzger. 
He's a special teams guy, but looking for a great opportunity here to play linebacker. Does a great job on special teams. And a big opportunity here. Ooh. Blitz coming. Ryan Allman able, not able to get to Larson. The passes away. So Westland in it out of his hand. Defended out there by Red Four and able to knock it away. Or that's a big play as Larson showed his strength to get away from Ryan Allman, who was coming on the blitz. Ryan Allman came clean on that blitz and just missed him. And and Larson did a very nice job of getting away, getting away from him. And he delivered a nice ball, but. But uh, Ford did a great job on that. He had great coverage on that receiver. It was Westland who was a bigger receiver, but Ford did a nice job. This is Lorsen keeping it. Nowhere to go. Trey Beatty, the first guy in there. And also finished off by Ryan Almond. So just like that, it's going to be a third down and 10 for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Maybe a half-yard loss, but it will be a third down and long for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. They lead 7-0 here in the second quarter with 11.29 to go. Twins to each side. Malikia DeLone back in the backfield. Lorson, quick throw to Owens. Cuts inside of Micaiah Showers, and he's going to be hit by Trey Beatty, but finished off by Zed Miller again, and also Kissinger in on the stop, and also Teague Hoover on the coverage that time. He falls down at the 15-yard line, so it's going to be a fourth down and... Mark it about five after the catch and run, maybe four. And they're not going to look to kick it here. Looks like they'll go for it here on this fourth down play. That was a very quick throw to the slot back. He was behind the line of scrimmage. He caught the ball and just got upfield. we got to close on that more quickly. Larson in his shotgun, rolling to his right. Look at, look at, getting some pressure. Gets rid of it. has got a man, makes the catch. That's Schaefer. He'll have a first down. He extended the ball, but they're going to say he was down because he stepped out of bounds inside the five-yard line. Looks like they'll mark it maybe all the way down at about the three-yard line after the connection from Lorson to Schaefer. Yeah, Seelsgrove's in desperate need of a, a stop right now. All the momentum is on the side of Jersey Shore. We're there. We're just not making tackles. Shotgun formation for Lorson. Turns. Going to roll to his right. Try to get away from Macharo, who is held, and it will be a holding call on Schaefer as Oscar Macharo came through and his eyes set on Lorson. And the blocker just took him right down to the turf. It'll be a penalty that'll go against the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. All set up by the pressure of Oscar Macharo. Macharo did a good job of fighting upfield there. He fought through a blocker and stretched that to the sideline. He did a terrific job on that. So big play. He may not have gotten to Lorson there, but it's a, a situation where the blocker had to just tackle him or else it would have been a big loss on the play. So... It is a penalty going against the Jersey Shore Bulldogs, walking outside the 15-yard line. So it's going to be a first down goal to go. Looks like the market about the 13-yard line, excuse me, the 18-yard line. Lorson dropping back, deep left, got Westland wide open the end zone. He'll make the catch, touchdown for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Yeah, that was a blown coverage. We, uh, we whoever our deep, uh, our deep uh, defender was on that side, uh, he missed it. He ran right past him. That's a shame. And Lorson showing his ability to stay in the pocket. Westland able to get that separation and deep in that corner. And they are able to make the connection for the touchdown. As Allison will look to attempt this extra point and push the lead to 14-0 over the Seals Grove Seals. Wait for the snap. His head holds good. The kick is up. It's a line drive. And it gets through. So Westland is two, or Allison, excuse me, is two for two on the Field goal, or excuse me, the extra points, and it pushes the lead here in the second quarter with 10.30 to go. The Jersey Shore Bulldogs leading 
14 to nothing over the Seals Grove Seals. Just not the same pop we saw a week ago from the Seals Grove Seals. It's going to come down to a lot of the um, the mental side of things. Coach and staff talking them up, but you look for a big play, something to gain a little momentum because right now it's flat. And, and it's, it's just flat, yeah. And this Jersey Shore Bulldog team is going to take advantage of that if you continue to be flat. This team needs some leadership right now. Some of these older guys have to step forward and, and set an example. they got to get this team pumped and get them ready to play some football here. Uh, I, I, honestly, the, the biggest thing we're doing wrong defensively right now is we're not containing Lorson when he's sprint out passing, number one. And number two, we're not getting enough pressure. And when we do get pressure, we're not breaking down. He's slipping by us and he's making plays. And Lorson is, is a, he is a force. He is a, he's a good quarterback. He's a confident kid. His receivers are good. And he's been able to pick them apart defend in that defensive backfield. He was able to do that on a big crucial play in the first quarter where he found Schaefer. And Schaefer squeezed it up the right sideline for a first down. And big thing, too, is Jersey Shore overcame a penalty. And that's always big yes, on your offensive did. side, able to overcome the penalty mm-hmm. and put points on the board to push the lead to 14-0. Let's see if Hollenbach, they put Nate Schoen back there as well. We need a big run back here. Allison kicks this away. It's going to go to Schoen at the 14. He fumbles the snap, picks it up at the 14. Now he's going to take it from sideline to sideline. He's just blown up. Just blown up by four or five, six cover guys, and he's going to be back at the 10-yard line, and that's where Seals Grove take over first down at 10. So things are continue to not yeah, look good was, for these Seals Grove That Seals. was another tough break. Uh, Nate Schoen was, was deep on the kick. It was a nice kick, good high kick. And uh, Nate Nate tried to catch it with his hands, and it just it slipped. It slipped right through, and... and uh, Jersey Shore was motivated, man. They got there before he could do anything with the ball. Thank goodness Nate hung on to the ball. Thank goodness he recovered the ball. That was a great thing. Well, that was a 12-play drive for Jersey Shore, covering 65 yards. Take three minutes and 28 seconds as Lorson found Westland for the touchdown extra point good. And that's where we stand, 14 to nothing. That's the Sealens Grove forward drive summary. First down, we just uh, we had our right offensive guard just jumped off sides. So we're down. Now we're going to be second and 15 for about, what, the seven-yard line. They'll pick up the flag there, and it'll be half the distance to the goal. Oh, so they'll walk, it back, goal, yeah, yeah. they'll walk it back to about the six-yard line. Yep. First down and 15. First and 15, yes. Give it to Schoen. Schoen off the left side. Runs over defender, but... Jersey Shore doing a really nice job of getting guys to the ball as they know it's going to take more than one guy to stop Nate Schoen, and they're doing a good job. And Maybe a pickup of three, maybe three four as he gets to the 10-yard line, so it'll be a second down play here. We'll call it second down in about 11, 10 minutes to go in the opening half. Jersey Shore leading 14-0 over the Seals Grove Seals. Danny Schock looking over the defense. One back in the backfield is shown. He's going to look to pass. Rolling to his right under heavy pressure. Stands in the end zone, gets rid of it. Metzger extends, makes the catch to the 12-yard line. It'll be about a two-yard pickup. Was that Maliki on the coverage? Nope, it's Hess on the, on the coverage. Actually, let's give credit to number 23 on the coverage, and that is Dugan, Dalton Dugan on the stop. Danny Shock got pressure right away in his face. That was supposed to be a straight drop back, and he ended up uh, avoiding the, the rush, and he sprinted out to his right, and he found uh, Metzger. Uh, and they, they did get a couple of yards, but that was just a scramble. So big play here, third down and 10, coming up on nine minutes to go here in the first half. 14 nothing. Shore. Rolling to the left is Danny Shock. Pressure from behind. Still looking. 
Going to take off and try to run with it. Runs over a defender as he falls to about the 17-yard line, but it's going to be well short of a first down in a punting situation for the Sealers Grove Seals. So when you look at what Jersey Shore's been able to do, their first drive covers seven plays at 56 yards. Their second drive covered 12 plays, 65 yards. So they've been able to maintain the ball and work the ball down the field and just really dominate what appears to be a very flat approach by the Sealands Grove defense. They look to get real good field position here. As Metzger gets it away, it's going to go off the side of his foot. It's going to be a short kick Ooh. and take a bounce in Jersey Shore favor as Gearhart will come across and slide and take up some turf as he'll stop the ball at the 38-yard line. But great field position here for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. They lead 14-0. Yeah, we're losing the field position battle here in a big way. Seals Grove's got to get a stop here. The defense has to step up big. Right now, all the momentum is in favor of Jersey Shore. We've got to do something to get that momentum back. I see some heads hanging. I see some hands on the knees. These guys have got to step up now. Asking big here. Shotgun formation with trips to the right. Larson's going to pitch it. Running backs off to the right. There's a flag on the play as the... The runner on that one, number seven, Cameron Allison, who's also the kicker, was able to take it, but there's a flag on the play where it was thrown, possibly a holding against the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. It's got to be against them. We did get word that Dawson Seacrest did turn an ankle and that uh, he may be limited here tonight. Now, he has been playing, but you wonder as the game goes along what his effectiveness would be. So Allison into the game on that run, but there's a penalty on the play. It'll go against the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. It'll take the ball back to the 45-yard line in the line to get it's all the way to the 30. They're, excuse me, they're going to mark it off because it was a spot foul on spot that foul. one, so it's going to walk it back to the Jersey Shore 45-yard line. Big loss on the play there. Again, Jersey Shore was able to overcome penalty the last time, but this is where Seals Grove's got to get to him on his third down and, or his first down and long. Lorson drops back. He's got some time. Roll it to his right. He's got a man wide open, but in and out of the hands of Caden Hess as Christian Cannon had released on him to go get the quarterback. And, again, Lorson doing a nice job. Had a man wide open, but it falls incomplete. Yeah, and, and that's Christian Cannon's job. If a quarterback breaks contain, uh, those backers have to go get him. And that's what he did. But luckily, uh, Caden Hess just dropped the ball. So sets up a second down and 26 from the Jersey Shore own 45-yard line. Lorson looking over the defense with twins to each side. Allison in the back with him. Lorson, a quick throw. Makes the catch is Hess. He's going to be hit at the line of scrimmage. Spins away from that tackle. He'll get it to the 44-yard line. So pick up about four. So it's still going to be a third down and 22 for the Bulldogs here. It was just a quick bubble screen uh, to the outside to the receiver and, and uh, on the outside and he stepped up, got about four yards, his third and 22. So, you know, they've got a long way to go. See how it's defended by the Seals Grove Seals. Hollenbach, the corner on the right. Teague Hoover's off to the left, so it's one-on-one for Hollenbach. Lordson looking down the left sideline. Making a move on it is Westland, and he's going to make the catch at the 20-yard line, and it's going to be a first-down pickup for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. That, that was a situation where the quarterback just basically threw up a floater and it was a jump ball, and the Jersey Shore receiver did a very good job of adjusting to it. And the kid's uh, six foot two; uh, he, he just out jumped our cornerback. Set up a big first down deep in Seals Grove territory. Lorson taking off with it. 
Hit by Miller, spins out of that tackle. Nope, Miller is able to hang on, but Charo finishes him off with the help from Kissinger. But that was designed carry by the quarterback, Lorson, but not much on the run that time. Maybe a yard. They're going to give them two, second down and eight. 6.50 to go here in the first half. Jersey Shore leading 14-0. That was a quarterback draw. They ran that earlier and with success. That time our, our kids shut it down. Lorson's going to roll to his right. Throws back across his body, in and out of the intended receiver's hand. Thanks in part by the hit by Teague Hoover. As Owens had it in his hand, Teague Hoover hit him and was able to knock the ball loose. Or that's a touchdown for Lorson, but it falls incomplete. Perfect throw by the quarterback. Teague Hoover did a terrific job. The quarterback stuck it right on the numbers of that receiver, and Teague just knocked it loose. I think it was in the end zone or very close to the end zone. Third down and eight. A big third down play here for the Seals defense. Lorson in the shotgun. Takes the snap, looking left. That's where he's had success. Finds a man wide open at the hash. That's Westland. Ball comes loose on the turf. White shirts on top of it. Teague Hoover comes away with the recovery. On a one-yard line, huge turnover. You talk about sudden change. Right here it is, sudden change. Now it's time for Seals Grove to get the momentum. We've got to get some first downs and move that ball off the goal line. Made the catch. Weston on the left hash. Looked like he was going to squeeze it to the one-yard line, but good pursuit by the defense. A big blow. Hits the turf. Seals Grove jumps on top of it, and they have it now at their own one-yard line. Back in 2014, Seals Grove had it right here as well, and an errant pitch to Javon Betts hit the turf, and it ended up being a safety. It was a lone score of, Seal, of Jersey Shore that night, so we don't want any of that here. Danny Schock will walk under center. Takes a snap, turns, gives it to deep man Hollenbach. He's going to fall forward to the five-yard line, so get it out of the shadow of their own end zone, trying to get it with a little more room behind them, and they do on the run there. And nothing fancy. That was just a straight-ahead dive. That's exactly what they needed. They need to get some separation from the from the goal line and, and the line of scrimmage, and they, uh, he got about four yards on that. The second down and six, 14-0 lead. And that bend but not break defense for Seals Grove keeps Jersey Shore out of the end zone or else they would have increased it to 21 nothing. Danny Schock under center, takes the snap, gives it to Hollenbach. He's right at the five and will go down there. Want to give credit to the tackle up there. Not sure what Jersey Shore defender was there, but did a nice job. Maybe 55 in on the stop that time. If it was, that's Colin Samar. We've called his name a few times here tonight. Yeah, he's a good one. Nate Schoen back into the game here. 547 to go here in the first half. Seals Grove trailing 14-0 to the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. This time last year, or in, at, here at Thompson Street Stadium a year ago, Seals Grove led 14-0 before Jersey Shore came storming back and took the 17-14 lead. And the game would eventually go in overtime. Seals Grove looking to match that here tonight. Down 14-0. Hollenbach, or excuse me, Shock looking for Nyland. Nyland tried to cut under defender. Guthrie on the coverage. Falls incomplete. And it's going to be a punting situation deep in their own territory for the Seals Grove Seals. Yeah, they're going to have to punt out of the end zone. This is going to be a pretty tense situation. Wyatt Mesker is a pretty cool-headed kid, though. I'm sure he'll get it done. Try to get one of the biggest kicks of the season we from your a, senior punter. We need a big kick right now. First and foremost, protect him. Get the good snap and get a foot on it and then get the coverage. Owens and Hess outside their, the Seals Grove 40-yard line. They're looking to catch it here and give Jersey Shore great field position. Looking for a good snap from Christian Kant. 
Gets it to him with a good snap. Line drive kick, and it's going to bounce at the 40-yard line. Take a good Salem's Grove roll as it goes past Hess. And Heil will go down and touch it down at the 45-yard line. Couldn't ask anything better than that from your senior punter and gets a great roll in this turf or grass as the ball rolls to the 45-yard line. Jersey Shore takes over first down and 10, leading 14-0. Looking at 5-13 to go here in the first half. That punt was probably the biggest offensive play we had all night. That was a great punt. Got them in their own territory to the 45-yard line. I feel like I can breathe again. And I'm sure Derek Hicks and that defensive staff feels the same way. Now looking to come up with a big play here to try to keep Jersey Shore from moving the ball. They give it to the lone back of the backfield. That's Maliki. Maliki crosses Sealands Grove territory. Oscar Macharo involved in the stop along with Ryan Almond. But Maliki takes it to the 49-yard line in Sealands Grove territory. It'll be a second down and four after the six-yard pickup. Fundamental straight-ahead drive there. Lorson will keep it here. He's going to get shown on his back, shows his strength, takes it for a first down as he takes it inside of the Seals Grove 45-yard line to the 44-yard line. That'll move the chains. About four minutes and 47 seconds left in the half, so we've got to, we've got to make a stand here. The ball's on what, Pat? About the 44-yard line, We're going right? to say it's the 44-yard line, first down and 10. Seals Grove's 44. Shotgun formation with Owen goes in motion. He's going to get the call, trying to stretch it to the sideline. He's going to be hit at the line of scrimmage and gone down there. Oscar Macharo from that linebacker position able to make the stop before Owens is able to turn those shoulders. They'll mark it at the 46-yard line, so a loss of half yard, maybe a full yard there. Second down and 11 for the Bulldogs. Oscar Macharo just did a terrific job. Kept the shoulders square. He strung that out to the sidelines. He allowed the rest of the defense to get there. Looking for another big play there. Blitz coming. Larson gets rid of it. Owens makes the catch at the line of scrimmage. And Metzger going to come up and make the stop. As he makes the solo stop, it's going to be a loss on the play. So some momentum turning here. Seals Grove comes up with two big defensive plays. And now it's going to be a third down. We'll call it a third down and about 13 after another yard loss there by the Seals Grove defense. It was a bubble screen. We defended it well that time. Macharo. Lorson's going to roll to his right. Look it. It's got some time. Gets rid of it. It's got a man, but Schaefer, and they're going to call pass interference. Yeah, that's, that's roughing. Or, excuse me, that's pass interference, yeah. As Schaefer was an intended receiver, Nyland there. He got there a little early. He got there a little early, and it's going to be a penalty against the Sealands Grove Seals. That's an aggressive mistake. <clears throat> You say you can live with those. You can live with those. Yeah, you can't live with the uh, the dumb penalties, but that was an aggressive mistake. You can't fault a kid for that. They're going to walk this one off, and it'll be an automatic first down for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs trying to overcome two negative plays, so they come up with a penalty there, and that's going to walk the ball inside the 35 down to the 32-yard line for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs in Seals Grove territory, so they'll reset the chains. First down and 10 for the Bulldogs. And we're at 332 and a half. Leading 14-0 to the Bulldogs. Blitz coming by Ryan Allman. Lorson rolling to his right. He's got some room, and he's going to take a defender inside of the 25-yard line to the 26-yard line. Macharo getting in on the stop there. Lorson does a nice job. He's got some strength. You're going to have to get down on him low. He continues to fall forward even yeah, after does. you make contact. That's right. Trips to the left for Lorson. Handoff to Maliki. Makes a man miss at the line of scrimmage. And again, five yards downfield. He's inside the 20 to the 19-yard line. 
and he is nifty with his runs as he's able to take it to the 19-yard line, moving the chains again. It'll be a first down and 10 for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs at the Seals Grove 19. That was a tough run by Maliki. He That was a tough five-yard run. Lorson rolling to his right. He's going to get rid of it. The slant this time, knocked down as neither was able to make the break on it. Would it look like Hess was open there? Knocks it to the turf. Ball's incomplete. It'll be a second down and 10 for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. That was a great job by Nyland. The quarterback had that ball right on target. Nyland, Nyland was behind the receiver. He caught up. He accelerated through that ball. Second down and 10. Lorson pitches time to Maliki going right. Maliki caught from behind for Nate Schoen and slammed to the turf. Good energy that time. Good play. Nate Schoen able to make the stop short of the 15-yard line at the 14-yard line. Coming up on 2.30 to go here in the first half. Jersey Shore leading 14-0, but they're deep in Seals Grove territory. Third down and long. Horson's going to roll to the left this time. He's got room, but he's going to take off. Chased by Nate Schoen. Nate Schoen makes the stop. And from our angle here, it looks like it'll be a short of a first down as Micaiah Showers had got the pressure on him. Nate Schoen able to chase him from behind. And it looks like they'll be short of the first down the official calling either for the chains it looks like they are they're going to call yeah, they, for the chains there to measure it possibly yeah but Nate Schoen had a, an excellent effort on that play nope yeah, they're going to say it's a first down yeah, not they, sure what the official was down. calling yep. for there first down for Jersey Shore rolling to right as Lorson he gives it to Malicki hits off his shoulder pads but Malicki is able to jump on top of it after it hit the turf Jersey Shore fortunate to come up with that one after it went off of Maliki's shoulder, hit the ground, and Maliki, Maliki jumped on top of it to save the possession. Second down, goal to go for the eight for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. 139 to go here in the first half. Jersey Shore leading 14-0. Jersey Shore quick throw this time to Owens. Owens able to make a man miss. Close to the goal line, and he's in for the touchdown. Again, that was at that bubble screen. Receiver just takes a step back, looks to the quarterback. Quarterback takes the ball and immediately throws it to him, and he, he has a blocker in front of him with the other receiver. He got upfield. He made a tough run, got into the end zone. Owen Anderson with the catch, got into the end zone. Third different person to score a touchdown here tonight for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs as they increase their lead to 20 to nothing and looking to add here on the PAT to make it 21 to nothing. They kick it up. It's a line drive, and it sails through, and it is good. So Anderson makes the catch, able to make a defender miss, takes it in for the score. Allison able to connect on the extra point, his third of the night, to increase the lead to 21-0. And Dave, I can honestly say I did not see this coming. I knew Jersey Shore could score. I knew that they would be able to put points on the board, but I did not expect to see 21 nothing with 127 to go here in the first half. No, I didn't either. Jersey Shore, they came out, and, and they are sharp. They're up for this football game. Their heads are in it. Um, they're they're playing hard, and, and uh, we, we have been on our heels since play one. Uh, and Lorson doing a nice job, and I think it's a nice design. Got a lot of free runners at Seletsky last week for Lewisburg. They're rolling them out everywhere. So they're creating more time, more space. And the linebackers are having to run a long way to get to them. Morrison's doing a great job. Our, our defense is, is uh, it, seriously, they're on the field way too long here. They're, they're starting to wear down. Uh, Larson is, is breaking contain far too often. Uh, in our, our, our defense is, is built so that once in a while you give up contain, but 90% of the time you have a contained man on the outside, especially in a pass situation, 
when they're getting success on the outside. And we're just not getting that. We're just not getting the job done. He's breaking contain. He's finding receivers. Let's look at a run back here. Dallison will approach it and kick it away. Line dry kick. It's going to go over Hollenbeck's head. He's going to catch it up at the two. Reverses field. Going from right to left. Up the right hash. Now gets to the sideline. Still going. Tripped up. And he'll go down there. Seals Grove gets it beyond maybe the 19. So it looks like they'll mark it about the 20 after it's all said and done. So first out of 10 for Seals Grove at their own 20-yard line, trailing 21 nothing after 11-play drive, covering 55 yards. Took three minutes and 46 seconds before Anderson made the catch from eight yards out, took it in the end zone. The extra point good. And Jersey Shore now leads 21-0. That's the Seals Grove forward drive summary. Minute 19 left in the half. We'll see what the Seals Grove two-minute offense looks like now. Put something together here, look up, and uh, from a timeout standpoint, they have two timeouts remaining. They stop the clock on first down, see if they can get some momentum here. This is going to go to Hollenbach. Off the left side, drags the defender beyond the 20 Yard line to about the 22-yard line, so a short pickup that time by the senior running back. That was a straight-ahead tailback lead. As the clock will continue to run, Seals Grove's mm-hmm. not going to look to stop it here unless they're able to get a big play here, but the clock under a minute. Surprise Jersey Shore not taking a timeout if they will look to get it back here as they've had success here in that first half, but the clock is going to continue to run with 45 seconds to go here in the first half. Looks like Coach Hicks just wants to take it in the locker room and, and, and uh, get with the kids and talk to them about the second half and get ready. Two wide receivers split to the right. It's going to go to Hollenbach. Runs into defenders and goes down there as the clock will continue to run. Straight, 25 straight ahead seconds. Again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 25 seconds to go here in the first half. Jersey Shore is not going to take a timeout either. Seals Girls going to take it into the locker room. Third down and seven. They don't have to run another play. So with that run by Hollenbach, that's going to end the first half. So a lot to talk about by the Seals Grove coaching staff to try to change things here. Jersey Shore has been able to take the ball down the field, overcome some penalties, been able to do it a bit with the run, mostly with the pass. As Tanner Lorson coming off a four-touchdown performance a week ago through the air and also through the run. And, boy, he's picked up right where he's left off. He's got two touchdown passes, his sixth of the season. He only had 10, 14 a year ago. Boy, he's well on his way there. So that's going to end the first half with the score. Seals Grove trailing the Jersey Shore Bulldogs here from Thompson Street Stadium, 21 to nothing. Come back, have halftime show for you. Get some updated scores from other games going on around the Valley. Again, Seals Grove trailing 21-0. This is Seals Grove football presented by Seals Grove Ford here on Eagle 107 at eagle107.com. As an active person, you might try ignoring a painful injury. But why? Quick treatment can lead to quick recovery. Our team of sports medicine providers at UPMC Susquehanna offer personalized care at each visit. Don't let an injury keep you from the active life you enjoy. Sports medicine at UPMC Susquehanna. Call 570-321-2020. 
basketball season's here. Are you watching your favorite team on a small and bulky TV? Would you like to be able to see your team scoring that touchdown up close and personal? At Aaron's Rentals, they can help you take that TV home. Courtney at Aaron's says now's the time to come in and talk to her. There are great specials, no credit check, free setup and delivery, flexible payments, easy pay, and six months same as cash. Visit Aaron's new location, 1102 North High Street, Sealands Grove, or Aaron's.com slash Sealands Grove. You know you go to DQ when you think Blizzard, but hey, fans, how about some food? Fan food. Cheeseburger lovers, how about two for $4 singles or two for $5 doubles? The Snickers Blizzard is back. Also try the Snickers Peanut Butter Pie Blizzard and download the mobile app for exclusive weekly deals. Tell the whole stadium, fan food, before the game, after the game, and everywhere in between. Dairy Queen, Routes 11 and 15 on the Strip, Sealands Grove. Go Seals, go DQ. Fan food, not fast food. Eagle107.com Seals football presented by Seawinds Grove Ford on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. This is WEGH Northumberland Seawinds Grove. We are Eagle 107. And I'm Sean Carey in studio tonight. Thompson Street Stadium in Jersey Shore, the site in Jersey Shore leading. The Seawinds Grove seals by a score of 21 to nothing. Checking other scores from across the central Susquehanna Valley, the Aubrey Alexander Toyota out of town scoreboard on News Radio 1070 WKOK Central Columbia leading the Shikalemi Braves by a score of 17 to 3. Central's first score tonight, a field goal. Field goal attempt now from 23 yards out on the foot of Mason Yorty. Snaps good. They're actually behind them. Sets good, though. What a great set. After the bad snap to John Gittins, who was trying to make the punt, and they end up starting at their own seven-yard line. That's a win. And then the first and then the first play, they got down to the two. Yep. I'll tell you what's a win. Listening to Elvis Costello's pump it up in the background while Central Columbia hits a field goal. That was 3 nothing at that point. Snaps low. Sets down. The kick is up. High enough. Long enough. And it is good. It went through. Yep. It hit. A delayed call by the officials, but... This time when it hit the goal post, instead of going outside, it went in between the two, and John gets his uh, three points here with a 25-yard field goal. The Chief Dave Ritchie and Kevin Hur on WKOK. So with that field goal, Braves and Blue Jays early trading field goals. At that point, it was 3-3, three to three, and the Blue Jays extending their lead. I'll tell you what, if he ever finds the connection with his receivers, McNeilson and uh, especially Bradley, this is going to be a dangerous Central Columbia team. High snap controlled by Bradley. Bradley will set up, fire it, and it is caught by number 20, Xander Bradley, who will dance into the end zone for a touchdown. And just as I said, if they got the connection between quarterback and receiver down, it was dangerous there it is kevin he threw that ball a long way blue jays leading at the half 17 to 3 you can hear that on news radio 1070 wkok home opener tonight for the lewisburg green dragons at christie at bucknell they're having an easy time with central mountain now the wildcats scoring just a little bit ago Lewisburg leading 28-6 as they approach halftime. That's on 100.9 the Valley. Also in the second quarter, Loyal Sock leading Danville 14-3. Quite a few blowouts, too, across the Valley tonight. North Schuylkill, no problem with Shemokin as they approach halftime 36 to nothing. Blue Mountain and Midwest, they have been going back and forth just a few moments ago. Blue Mountain retaking the lead over Midwest, 21-13 there in the second. Warrior Run having its way with Milton. It's 30 to nothing at Alumni Field as they approach halftime. Montoursville 
What a performance. They were up 42 to nothing, and the first quarter was not even over at that point. They're now 49 nothing. The Mentorsville Warriors, they are for real as they approach halftime in the eastern portion of Lycoming County. Early second quarter, Columbia Montour, Votech, and Bucktail, they are scoreless. That game tonight in western Clinton County in Renova. At halftime, Mifflinburg is leading Bloomsburg 14-13. Also at the half, Newport 21, Williams Valley 6. Line Mountain shutting out Susquehanna at the half, 22 to nothing. Another big blowout in the northern tier. South Williamsport piling on, 50 to nothing over Wyalusing, and they're not even at halftime yet. And Juniata leads Tri-Valley 15 to 7. Coming up tomorrow night, the much-awaited matchup between Mount Carmel and Southern Columbia. Last week it was Southern with that very impressive 36 to nothing win against the Hammond School in Columbia, South Carolina. Here on Eagle 107, Jersey Shore leading at the half over the Seals Grove Seals by a score of 21 to nothing as we get you the highlights from the first half. From Thompson Street Stadium, Josh Malicki capped off Jersey Shore's first drive of the evening. Larson's going to roll to his right this time. A keeper. Nope, he's going to flip it out to Malicki, and he's going to walk into the end zone. Touchdown for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. That was a five-yard run by Malicki. Capped off a seven-play, 56-yard drive, and only taking a minute 41 off the clock. And the Bulldogs were leading after the first quarter by a score of 7 to nothing. After converting on a 4th down and 4, Shore kept their offense rolling. Larson drop it back. Deep left. Got Westland wide open to the end zone. He'll make the catch. Touchdown for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Stantlin Weston with an 18-yard touchdown pass from Larson, making the score 14 nothing in favor of Jersey Shore. That capped off a 12-play 65-yard drive and taking 328 off the clock. First quarter, Jersey Shore forced three Seals punts, and Seals Grove not even able to complete and convert a first down in the first quarter. Right before halftime, the third different Jersey Shore Bulldogs scored. Second down, goal to go for the eight for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. 139 to go here in the first half. Jersey Shore leading 14-0. Jersey Shore, quick throw this time to Owens. Owens able to make a man miss. Close to the goal line, and he's in for the touchdown. Tanner Lorison with uh, off to a great start here in the early part of the 2019 season for Jersey Shore as Anderson caught that eight-yard pla- eight pass from Lorison, capped off a 11-play, 55-yard drive and taking 346 off the clock. Point after was good, and Seawins Grove down by Blackjack, 21 to nothing. Following the game tonight from Jersey Shore, we will have Sunbury Motors game night. Scores and highlights from across the central Susquehanna Valley, so we invite you to stay tuned for that. News Radio 1070 WKOK is your home for Penn State football. It is the 2019 season opener for the Nittany Lions tomorrow afternoon. It is their first ever matchup against the Idaho Vandals. Pre-game will be at 2. Tailgate show outside the Jordan Center. Steve Jones, Jack Ham, and Matt McGloin will be on the sidelines tomorrow afternoon for Derek Williams. That kickoff be at 3.30 on 1070 AM WKOK, your home for Penn State football. And Matt McGloin, by the way, will be joining Steve on the Steve Jones Show. That'll be Tuesday afternoon at 4.06. You can hear Steve, the voice of Penn State, every weekday afternoon from 3 to 5 on WKOK. The Dave Cicchini era begins tomorrow for the Bucknell Bison. They will be in Philadelphia at Lincoln Financial Field to take on Temple. We'll have that for you here on Eagle 107, the pregame at 2.30. Doug Birdsong, Kevin Hur, and Matt Catrillo will be on the sidelines from Philly. That'll be on Eagle 107 here with a kickoff at 3. Also, we'll keep tabs on the NFL teams as they're 
whittling down their rosters. They have to be down to 53 players per team as of 4 o'clock tomorrow afternoon as all the preseason games wrapped up last night and they'll finally play for real first NFL regular season game. The 2019 season will be on Thursday night. Primetime matchup as the 100th NFL season begins with the Packers and the Bears. All the primetime games, Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night, can be heard on WKOK, of course, here on Eagle 107. We are your home for the Philadelphia Eagles. They'll be diving right into divisional play next Sunday, September the 8th, against the Washington Redskins with a 1 p.m. kick. Merrill Reese, Mike Quick, with the call from the link. And the Pittsburgh Steelers will be traveling to the defending Super Bowl champions, the New England Patriots, next Sunday night. That'll be a primetime matchup on September the 8th with an 8-20 kick. All the Steelers games on 100.9 the Valley. Tonight from Jersey Shore, the Bulldogs are up 21-0 over the Seals. We will return to Thompson Street Stadium in just a moment. Get the halftime stats from Pat O'Brien, Dave Hess, and of course from the Z-Man, the Statman extraordinaire, Zach Showers. Get everything lined up for the second half of tonight's matchup between the Seals and the Bulldogs. Seals Grove Seals fans, don't forget, we have a special Facebook page. Give us a like, and you can track your favorite team throughout the season. We'll toss in trivia questions, flashbacks from Seals Grove's teams of the past, and so much more. With Seals Grove Seals football on Eagle 107 on Facebook. Bulldogs up 21-0 over the Seals here at the half. We'll crank up the second half from Lecoming County after this. This is Seals Football presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107. Every week, thousands of people from all over the world come through our doors to enjoy a home-cooked meal or just to browse our gift shops. One of the favorite spots that folks like to gather are near our fireplaces, found throughout our restaurant and lobby areas. Ever since Glicks installed the heat and glow inserts and fireplace, We've received so many compliments about how warm and inviting they make our store. I'm Steve Colhavy, General Manager of Country Cupboard in Lewisburg, and we're pleased to be able to recommend Glick's Heat and Glow products. Hanging out this Labor Day? Get up, get out, and visit Blaze Alexander's Labor Day sale. We have low prices and huge discounts on all new and pre-owned vehicles in stock. Labor Day starting at 9 a.m. All Blaze Alexander family dealerships will be open. We have the car, truck, van, or SUV you want with a payment you deserve. All locations open on Labor Day starting at 9 a.m. And only at Blaze Alexander Family Dealership where you'll find the lowest price guaranteed. Eagle 107. Welcome back to Thompson Street Stadium on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. We're at halftime. As it just heard again from the Sealands Grove band, and they do a great job entertaining the crowd every Friday night. And we get to follow along and get to hear it every Friday. So we're, we're lucky that way, but they always get a nice ovation from the opponent's fan base. They do a great job. So we appreciate them following the team and uh, entertaining the crowd here. Um, as for the, the game itself, Dave, the numbers don't look good on the scoreboard. And, boy, don't look good when you see them on paper either as our stat man, Zach Showers, hands it to us. And, you know, you, you break down two parts of it that uh, will probably pretty much clear it all up for everybody. No first downs. No first downs for the Seals. 17 plays, 22 yards total. 17 offense. plays, 22 yards. The defense has been on the field all night long, and it's just been a slow grind for that defense. Taking a look at the overall numbers, uh, first again for Seals Grove, no first downs, 10 yards rushing, 12 yards through the air. Again, 17 plays for just 22 yards, and Seals Grove, four penalties for 40 yards, 
Now for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs, leading 21-0, and it shows up in the stat columns as well. 14 first downs. They had 17 total first downs in the district championship game from a year ago. They had 11 first downs in the in the, uh, in the in the game at home when Seals Grove won 31-10. So they had 20, you know, what did it say, 25 first downs in two games, yeah. uh, and they already have 14 in the first half alone. So that's a big number. Yeah, well, that's huge, and and, and that just shows that it, how how well we've been playing. It's been a, it's been a tough night for our kids. Um, Jersey Shore sharp, they're sharp, and 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 our kids are are struggling at this point. And you know, you're never as bad as you think you are uh, when you when you have time to look at film. But on the other hand. We do have an opportunity to straighten some things up here at halftime. And I know the coaches are in there talking about the things that they've done wrong. Defensive ends have got to contain Lorson when he runs that sprint out pass. Inside linebackers have got to cover those tight receivers when they're out on a pattern, a short pattern. They've done that a lot. Uh, our pursuit has to be better. Um, it, it, what Derek, I'm sure, is telling these kids is that <coughs> they're kicking off to us for the second half. If we get on the scoreboard, we make it 21 to 7, we're back in this football game. Regardless, we got to win the second half. We've got to score more than 21 points. Defense has to step up and pitch a shutout. Let's see if that comes down as we continue to look at the numbers for Jersey Shore in that first half. Again, as Dave and I were talking about, 14 first downs for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs in that first half, 81 yards rushing and 148 through the air. 42 plays for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. So. Uh, they put up 229 total yards to the Jersey Shore Bulldogs in that first half. Just two penalties. They did have the one fumble recovered by the Seals Grove Seals. So looking at individual numbers, Lorson 14 for 21, 148 yards and two touchdowns. He had four touchdown passes a week ago, so he has six total. He had 14 all last year. So we're seeing a very good quarterback and Tanner Lorson for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs, and he's put up a good first half. His receiving core, Westland, three catches for 66 yards and a touchdown. Schaefer has three catches for 39 yards, and Hess has three catches for 27 yards. Anderson also four catches, 20 yards, and a touchdown for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. So not only is Lorson having a good night, he's been he's able to spread it out amongst five different receivers and four of them have three catches or more on the night and two of them have touchdowns that's Wesleyan and anderson in the re- rushing department lorson eight carries 50 yards he's halfway to what he had a week ago maliki 12 carries 32 yards and a touchdown for the seals grove seals individual numbers danny shock three for five just 12 yards hollebeck has six carries for 18 yards shown four carries for minus five yards in that first half. Danny Schock, two carries for minus five. The receiving core, Kant, Metzger, Nyland all have one catch, but none of them over 10 yards on that first half. So Seals Grove, like you talked about, Dave, go into halftime, talk about what we need to do, what needs to change. First and foremost, as you said, we get the second half kickoff, and boy, we got to put something together and not just a drive. They got to put a convincing drive together, get points on the board, really to change the momentum here. Yeah, they've got to get a spark, and and that's it's that's a big thing. We've got to get momentum. We got to do something to create momentum. So, the best thing we can do is have a great kickoff return and and drive the ball down the field and put one in. Heard from Sean Carey, updated and other scores going on around the valley next week. Seals Grove will be back home to take on Southern Columbia Tigers. And again, Jersey Shore, they have tough stretch. I mean, after tonight, they're 
Mount Carmel, or excuse me, Montoursville, and then Mount Carmel for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. So things don't get much easier for the Jersey Shore no. Bulldogs because then after that they they have Schick and then they're at Shemokin. So you're talking about a four-game stretch after playing home against Seals Grove here tonight. Again, they have to take on Montoursville at Montoursville at Mount Carmel before returning home against Schick and then on, on the road at Shemokin for the Seals Grove Seals after tonight. As I said, they'll take on the Southern Columbia Tigers. Then they're at Chick at Berwick before returning home against Loyal Sock. Then they have to travel to take on Shemokin at Shemokin. Central Mountain Danville are at home before finishing up the 2019 season uh, home again or at Montoursville. So a lot has to happen here. It's a mental game. Seals Grove has to get themselves together, and you want to do it by gaining some confidence on the offensive side and really just keep the ball. I mean, no coach will say anything different. The best way to keep the offense from scoring is not to allow it to get in their hands. And, you know, uh, right now that's got to be the big part of it, it, moving the ball down the field and, and trying to get a good possession together and, here. And at this point, Pat, I, I would hang that on the offensive line. I, I'd tell those guys, you, you've, you've got, you've got to, number one, you've got, to, you've got to get movement up front on run plays. You've got, to, you've got to protect our quarterback. You guys have to take charge of the line of scrimmage here, and you've got to get the job done. And and that that's really... That's where it's that's where it's at when it comes to you know an offense getting something going and, and gaining momentum. The big guys have to take over. And you look at Jersey Shore a week ago, and they are on their way to matching their 416 total yards mm-hmm. a week ago. They went 204 on the ground, 232 through the or 212 through the air uh, a week ago with a balance of four rushing touchdowns, four receiving touchdowns, and again tonight 100, 229 yards by the Jersey Shore Bulldogs in that first half. The demeanor has to change, and it, you know, you like to see them come firing out of that huddle to go out and get ready to return this second-half kickoff. And one thing we talk about when teams are playing well and they're, they're, they're pulling for each other and feel good about each other, a lot of guys celebrating. When a guy makes oh, a yeah. play, everybody's over there yes, celebrating. Absolutely. That's senior leadership, and that's what we got to see here in the Absolutely. second half. We, these guys have to step up now. We got to see some leadership. We got to make a play, and we got to celebrate those plays we make. Game is not over here by a long shot. Seals Grove can pluck away here, like you said. Start with just getting a good drive together. They've had opportunities to get good field position. Remember, they've had fumbled some kickoffs here. Has yes, a big clean on the punts as well. Yep, they they have had trouble handling the ball tonight, and that's 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 really hindered our our efforts. So Allison will approach it to start the second half, and we are underway. Short kick, and it's going to bounce outside of the 20-yard line at the 22-yard line, go out of bounds again. So Seals Grove's going to get real good field position to start things underway, first down and 10. So that's a positive. You're going to get the ball all the way out the 35-yard line to start this drive. That is a positive. You know, that if, 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 if you could point to one weakness that, that uh, uh, Jersey Shore has right now, it's their, their kickoff guy. He just Their kicker does not do a very good job. Make sure you join us on Facebook. Seals Grove Seals on Eagle 107. Like the page. All Seals Grove all the time. Get your information throughout the week. Pictures, updates, stats. Get you ready for the next game. That's on our Facebook page. Seals Grove Seals on Eagle 107. First down and 10 for the Seals. Danny Schock takes the snap. Under pressure right away. Screen Screen pass to Schoen. Trying to make a miss at the 32. He's going to pull his way just short of the 35-yard line. Good coverage that time defensively by the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Led up front by number 52 in on the stop for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. First guy there 
and boy, doing everything they got to do to make sure Schoen doesn't get loose and make it a stop there. The screen pass looked like it was there, but uh, we just we had blockers out in front, but they just didn't hold their blocks, and uh, the pursuit got there. Jersey Shore was on a mission. They got there in a hurry. That's up front along with number 52. We don't have a number. Maybe we could check with the broadcast team for Jersey Shore, find out who 52, 52 is. for Jersey Shore. So it's a second down and 10. Bunch left to the to the left. Schoen's going to get the call. Reverse his field. Try to get a block from Chuck, but not going to be able to. Mm-hmm. Owen's going to be in on the stop. As Schoen had returned, uh, had reversed his field. Also on the stop for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs, number 57 making the stop, and that's Carter Peacock. And just like that, Dave, third down and 10 for the Seals. Yep, third down and 10. It was a, a, a play that was supposed to go outside to the left. Sean was running it. He got cut off before he even got anywhere. Uh, one of the Jersey Shore defenders got contained him and turned him back in. So big third down play here for the Seals. Grove Seals trying to come up with the first down and keep this drive alive. Shotgun formation for Shock. Under center. Takes a step. And looking for Nylon on a slant, unable to make the connection there as Shock was under pressure on that quick slant. Yeah. Falls incomplete, fourth down, and a punting situation here for the Sealers Grove Seals. Yeah, that was there, but Danny had to force, Danny had to, to hurry the throw. He, it, it, he got the ball there a little too soon. So Jersey Shore's going to get the ball back quickly. Just 10-27 to go over here in the third period. Seals Grove trailing 21 to nothing. Metzger will punt this one away. Owens and Hess back deep. The high kick coming up underneath of it is Anderson as he's going to make the catch at the 33-yard line. Owen Anderson able to make the catch off the fair catch. First down and 10 for Jersey Shore. They'll have it inside their own 35-yard line, about the 33-yard line. Again, Seals Grove trailing 21-0, 10-20 to go here. Dave, we talked a little bit about trying to adjust things here, not letting Lorson roam open to the right. He's extending the plays and see if those linebackers, from a discipline standpoint, can make a difference here in the second half. Yeah, we'll see what happens here. Let's go, Seals. Shotgun formation for Lorson. Gets the snap. He's going to roll to the right. Nope, turns it back up between the halves. Hit by Kissinger, and Bainey attempted to get him, but he's going to take it beyond the 40-yard line out to the 41. Nine-yard pickup, close to a first down for Jersey Shore, second down and short. There's a quarterback option going to the right. He didn't pitch the ball. Lorson just turned up. He found a big hole. Got some nice yards. Second down and short for the Bulldogs. Lorson's going to give it to Maliki. Straight up the middle, hit by Ryan Ahmed, and he's going to be taken to the turf. Ryan Ahmed just made a perfect play. The Jersey Shore running back was running to his left. Ryan Ahmed did a perfect job of trailing him. He kept tempo on the ball, and he attacked and drove him back about five yards. Third and three right now. And Ryan Ahmed a year ago, 83 tackles, seven tackles for loss, two sacks, and a fumble recovery. Big season for Ryan Ahmed a year ago. Makes a big play there. Lortzen looks for Westland on the slant. He makes the catch, and he's going to bounce off of tackle. Drag Kissinger, finally hit by Hoover as he crosses the Seals Grove's 40-yard line down to about, nope, they're going to mark it right at the 40-yard line. I talked to Derek Hicks about that slant. That was successful against Belfont a week ago. Yes, it was. That adjustment's not been made. Nope, uh, and that was a big league throw by Lorson. First down pickup for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs at the Seals Grove 40-yard line. Shotgun formation for Lorson. Takes the snap. 
Nope, he's going to reverse his field. It looked like he was going to go to his right, comes back to the left. He's made Kissinger miss, and he's going to be finished off as he gets to the 35-yard line. Kissinger kind of stopped on the play after missing him. But Lorson is a good runner. Give credit where credit is due. He's able to make a man miss, get it to the 35-yard line, second down and five for the Bulldogs. Lorson made something happen. There was nothing there, and he reversed field and, and got five tough yards. Trips to the right for the Bulldogs, and that's where Lorson's going to roll. Stands up tall. Look at over the middle. It's got a man. Makes the catch as Anderson tackled by Hoover short of the 15-yard line. But that's a 20-yard strike from Lorson to his receiver for another first down. Deep cross by that receiver. He, 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 was, he was wide open. It was a great throw by Lorson. Quickly up to the line of scrimmage. Lorson's going to roll to his right. He's going to pitch it to Maliki. Maliki trying to get to the sideline. Good pursuit out there. Metzger will finish him off, but another positive play by the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Looks like they crossed inside of the 15, down close to the 11-yard line. Jersey Shore in business. Outside run. They got a lot of blocking out of the receivers on the outside. They did a good job there. Jersey Shore leading 21-0, deep in Seals Grove territory, marking about the 11-yard line, looking to add to a 21-0 lead. Twins to each side. Taking the balls, Lorson on the side run. He's going to get to the goal line, and he's going to cross the goal line for a touchdown. Wow. Design quarterback run right up the middle. Lorson, touchdown. Uh, That's a tough one. That's a tough one. The Seals, are the defense is really struggling right now. They're switching a lot of bodies in and out, trying to get something, trying to keep people fresh, trying to make something happen, but it's... uh, the Seals are in a tough situation right now. Allison will attempt the extra point here for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs, looking to increase the lead to 28. Not that it's blocked. It is blocked. It looked like Kissinger, maybe Metzger coming through and getting the block, but there's no celebrate. You could no. celebrate that. It's no. okay to be excited about no. that and be happy. Yeah. But you got to reach. Yep. Right? And it's something you talk about. Yes. You got to find that place and say, you know, you got to man up. Let's play. Yeah. And yeah. I want to see it in a big time way here on this possession. Yeah, it's, for time, the it's time for these guys to reach down and go to that ugly place. I mean, it doesn't feel good to push yourself, but we've, these guys got to push hard and, and get some success here. Right at this point, as a coaching staff, you want to get some success with your kids. You want to you get a drive. Uh, offensively, you want to get a score. You want to get on the board. Defensively, you want to correct some of those mistakes. It's uh, 27 nothing right now. As the Jersey Shore Bulldogs able to take a seven-play drive covering 67 yards. Took two minutes and 41 seconds. Finished off Lorson on an 11-yard touchdown run. The extra point blocked, but Jersey Shore leading 27-0. That's the Seelands Grove Ford drive summary. Allison will kick this one away. Return man, Nyland and Hollenbach. They're all full deep. The ball's been bouncing in front of them, but they remain back inside their own 10-yard line waiting for this Allison kickoff. Allison approaches it and kicks it away. It's a swift kick. It's going to bounce at the 33-yard line and roll out of bounds, and it continues to be the the, the approach by this, the Jersey Shore Bulldogs not to kick it deep. It's sailing out of bounds, and... Give them the ball to Seals, Grove Seals at the 35-yard line. I, I don't understand what they're doing with that. They've done that the last two weeks now. They just kicked the ball out of bounds. I guess they just want to give it to every team on the 35-yard line. I mean, is that – I don't know. I don't I mean, know the strategy there. I don't get so it. So, you're up 27-0. Yeah. You know, and – I, I would try to practice a deep kick. One thing Ryan always used to say as we're giving our comments and our view on things, 
We'd never won a high school football game in our lives. That's true. You can't yeah. say that. No, I yeah, I've, you I've won a, a couple. Uh, a couple. Yeah. <laughs> as a player, I've never <laughs> won one as a coach. The kids <laughs> won those. There you go. Dropping back is Shock. Look it. Man over the middle. Making the catch. Nice. Threat four over the 40 to 43-yard line. A bright spot. Bright spot. Brett Brett Moore Moore That's a good a play. Yeah. Deep cross. Did a great job. Caught the ball. He caught it in traffic. Great job. Danny Danny uh, just uh, delivered a nice ball. Good positive play. Makes it now a second down. We'll call it three for the Seals outside their own 40-yard line at the 43-yard line. Come on, Seals. Let's build on that. Two wide receivers split to the left. Two backs in the backfield along with Shock. Drops back. Under pressure. Steps under a defender. It's going to be hit from behind. Knocked down at the 40-yard line. They're putting two fullbacks back to try to help buy some time because Jersey Shore sliced it up and getting in that backfield. That didn't help on that play there. Jersey Shore took a linebacker late, late, uh, almost before the snap, put him down at defensive tackle, and then they walked another one up. They brought a whole bunch of guys. And they're going to create a lot of confusion for our, our offensive front, and there were some missed blocks there. They have tried to run a screen pass once before. It's third and five. But on a third and five, see what they do here. Almond and Schoen in the backfield. Christian can't split to the right. They're bringing two blitzes. Shot gets rid of it. Uh. In and out of the intended receiver's hands. That was for the intended receiver. Defended out there by Anderson. Falls incomplete in a punting situation. So that momentum on that first catch by four, you were hoping to maybe build on that. Unable to, they quickly going to give the ball back to a very potent Jersey Shore offense. Yes, but you know, I, I like Brett Ford's attitude. Brett went out there, and he, he just, that would have been a hard catch for him to make, and he gave everything he had. That, that was great effort on Brett Ford's part. He'll get another opportunity here, I'm sure. Plenty situation here for the Seals. Metzer gets a good snap. Under a little bit of pressure, but gets it away. Good punt. Good high kick away from the return man, Anderson. Gets a good roll. Let it go inside the 15 and down close to the 12-yard line. A positive play there for the Seals. Gets a good roll as Metzger, the senior, trying to change field here. And as you talked about with Brett Four, I mean, he did everything he could. Under tough conditions with the grass, you know, he was trying to cut back to make that catch. Yeah, he was slipping around. He had a, he had a defensive back on him. He but almost made that catch. And he'll make he'll get many opportunities the rest of the way here, you yeah. think. And and earlier he had a great catch. But now Seals Grove go back on defense. Bainey coming out, playing the right tackle position. Nate Schoen will be at the defensive tackle. Why Mesker just kicked that ball all the way down to the twelve yard line. That was a heck of a punt. Now Seals Grove gotta try to come up here with good defensive stop. Larson's gonna keep it. Reverses his field, running away from a tackle. He's got room. Following behind some good block, it'll go out of bounds as he'll cross about the 23-yard line. Looked like he had him contained that time, but Lorson, sneaky quick, and able to pick up good yardage there as he's going to be enough for a first down and move the chains. That was that design quarterback run, and uh, it was it was designed to go up the front or go up the middle, but uh, it was jammed up, and, and Larson just made an effort run to the sideline and, and got some nice yards. First down. It's going to be a first down and 10. There's a timeout on the field. Sean, give us a chance to send it back to you. Some other updated scores here. It's 27-0, Jersey Shore. All right, guys, thanks on our Aubrey Alexander Toyota out-of-town scoreboard. Games now in the second half on WKOK Central Columbia leading Shikolami 17-3. On 100.9, the Valley Lewisburg over Central Mountain 35-12. 
North Schuylkill shutting out Shemokin 43 to nothing. Third quarter, Blue Mountain and Midwest back and forth. Blue Mountain now leading 21 to 19. Warrior run up 30 to nothing over Milton. Montoursville shutting out Hughesville 52 to nothing. Mifflinburg 14, Bloomsburg 13, Newport 21, Williams Valley 6, and Line Mountain up 22 to 7 over Susquehanna. Check out Eagle107.com for scoreboard updates all night long. Back to Pat, Dave, and Zach. Remember, our tough game of the week was, is the Schmokin Indians. Want to know Schmokin Indians entering tonight, taking on North Schuylkill, the Spartans. It's our Blaze Alexander for tough game of the week. Keep an eye on that one as we go throughout the night. Here, 6.03 to go in the third. Jersey Shore leading 27-0. They have it first down at 10 from their own 23-yard line. Shotgun for Lorson. Owen. Anderson in motion. He gets the call. Going off the right side. Being pushed to the sidelines, and he'll get stopped there. Nyland and Schoen able to get to him and take him down. Positive play defensively for the Seals. Nate Schoen blew through the center and, and went into the backfield and pursued that. Caught the quarterback, or was that the quarterback running the ball? I missed that. Nope, it was going off to Anderson. Yep, Anderson the- caught him from behind. That was great. So a good positive play to start the possession here for the Seals after a two-yard loss. So second down and 12 for the Bulldogs. Wide receivers to each side. One back in the backfield along with Tanner Lorson. Gets the snap. Gives it to Maliki. Tiptoeing his way through. Finding some room. Gets to the 25. Maybe to the 26-yard line. He'll go down there. So it's going to be a third down and medium for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. I believe that Damian Catherman may have been in on that tackle. A sophomore defensive tackle. Nice job. Got to come up with a big play here. Third down and... Eight. Eight for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs as they try to keep this possession alive. Seals Grove defense kind of coming up with something big. Tanner Lorson looking. Got some time. Roll it to his right. Being chased from behind. Able to get away from the defender. Spins. It's going to get out to the 33-yard line. So it's going to be close to a first down. And the official here on the near side says it's a first down pickup for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Yep, I don't think that was a designed run. Uh, we had we had some blitzers coming, and, and he just ran, and he got some good yards. He got about uh, eight. Quick handoff this time to Maliki, hit by Ryan Almond, spins out of him, but then is finally finished up. Micaiah showers. Wyatt Metzger on the stop to the 36-yard line goes Maliki on the run. Pick up about two, second down and eight for Jersey Shore. The clock is just going so fast. 4-19 to go here in the third. 27-0 lead for the Bulldogs. Nothing in favor of the Seals at this point. That clock's running very quickly. You notice Jersey Shore slowed down their pace on offense. Letting that clock run. Lorson's going to roll it to his right. Gets rid of it. High pass. Caught. That time by Anderson. Get, nope, that's Hess. Gets away from a tackle. Runs over another tackle. He's going to take it to Seals Grove 45-yard line. The physicality difference here tonight is noticeable on the runs. Last week, Seals Grove tackled everything. Mm-hmm. Bet with a bit, bit of a different challenge here tonight. And a big first down for the Bulldogs to the Seals Grove 45-yard line. Anderson just ran a perfect curl pattern there. And then he turned and got some tough yards, broke some tackles. Lorson's going to keep it here. Squeezes through the hash marks. Inside of the 40, down to about the 37-yard line. It's a pickup about seven there, maybe on the run by Lorison. Have the quarterback tailback, option left. Lorison just kept it and turned up. Clock. Got about eight yards. Clock running 325 to go in the third. Second down and about two. 
Orson trots back plenty of time. A slant. Knocked away that time. Good defensive play. Extending himself. And that was Schaefer, or else that slant is connected between Lorson and his intended receiver. But he laid out and made a beautiful play defensively. I'll tell you what, that was a great job by Schaefer. I mean, he, he, was, he was running with that receiver stride for stride. Nice layout, blocked it, blocked the. Uh, Blitz the coming by Almond. He almost gets to Lorson. Lorson pitches to Maliki off the right side. There's a penalty flag thrown as Maliki tiptoes out of bounds after Hoover on the run pursuit. So we're going to have to check into this penalty here. But to go a little more what you're saying there about Schaefer made a good play there. Oh, he if did. he doesn't make that, that's a big play for yeah. Jersey Shore. But again, how do you convince the kids that you can celebrate that play? I know it's 27 yeah, nothing. Was, you know, no. But was, that's a good play. Yeah, there was no celebration. His teammates should be gathering around him and slapping him on the back. And, you know, you're right. That's not happening tonight. Because that's a play that's been yeah. victimizing us. Yes. It was a slant and all that. But he yep. made an adjustment, made a play on that. Yes. Excitement is contagious. And, and somebody's got to step up and do that. Penalty against the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. So that's going to take it outside the 40, back to the 43-yard line. 3.09 to go here in the third. Blitz coming. Lorson steps up into the pass. Got to get rid of it. It's got a man wide open. Westland's going to make the catch. Hollabach on the stop all the way down to the 12-yard line. Lorson just making every big play when he needs to, and his man he goes to is Westland. It looked like there was a little bit of play action in the backfield. I think he faked a handoff to uh, the running back, the quarterback, and and the, the wide receiver got behind our cornerback deep. Quick handoff this time. Nope. As Lorson will keep it. And that time, Vance Metzger got in the backfield, disrupt things. Catherman involved in the stop there. Mm-hmm. So good job, good play. Good Feel hit. good about a good play yep. there. But a guy's slicing and dicing you. Yeah. And you're able to get back there and get him stopped. Something right. worth to be excited about. Yeah, absolutely. They tackled the ball for a loss. Three-yard loss. Second down and 13. Anderson going in motion. Lorson's going to get the snap. Roll into his right. Get some pressure. Still going. Under pressure. And he's going to go down. Big play there time. Nate Stone makes the play. As Lorson tried to extend the play, what he was able to do in that entire first half. But Nate Stone gets to him in a big loss on the play. That was a sprint pass. The big difference from first half to, to that play was that um, Schaefer contained the quarterback. And he allowed the, the pursuit to come. And the pursuit came in a big way. Big loss on the play. Third down and 23. Lorson drops back. Look at left. Under some pressure. Being traced by Almond. Almond hits him, but Lorson gets rid of it. Goodness. And they're going to say it's a completion well short of a first down, but Lorson's able to make the connection. Ryan Almond gets up, looking up to the sky, going, I'm doing everything I can. Ryan Almond did a great job there. He flattened Lorson. Lorson threw the ball while he was wrapped up by Almond, and somehow that receiver caught a low ball. Unreal. When it rains, it pours. And Lorson's getting the call from the sidelines, and believe it or not, 125 to go here in the third quarter. Every quarter, we're looking for candidates for the Schmokendam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. We're looking for one right now. And Jersey Shore is taking their time. They're letting that clock burn. Lorson looking. Plenty of time. Gets rid of deep slant to the right side and knocked out of bounds that time by Kissinger. Yep. And that's a good play. Great job by Scott Kissinger. Yep. That was a fade to the corner of the end zone. Excellent job. And that's a turnover on downs, and yep. we're celebrating. Good that is play. huge. That is huge. That team's taking it down on the field, looking to add to the lead here. Mm-hmm. But you come up with a couple good defensive plays. Nate showing with the big play there. 
Ryan with all all men with all that pressure mm-hmm. get Lorson to throw it away. And then you get a knockdown by Kissinger. Yeah. Three straight defensive plays Absolutely. worth building on. Absolutely. Yep. And they, they stepped up on that drive, and, and that's exactly what we need. It may be a little late at this point, but on the other hand, we're seeing some positives. That's what we need to see at this point. I, I'd, I'd like to win the fourth quarter here, guys. Win the fourth quarter. Let's go. Let's get this offense rolling. One oh seven to go here in the third. 27 nothing lead for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Two wide receivers split to the right, one to the left. A flag, a flag on the play there. See what the is there movement up front? Is that legal substitution involved there? If that's the call, but it is going to go against the Seals Grove Seals. And yeah. boy, when you're trying to build momentum and make yeah. things happen, you can't start with the penalty on your offensive possession. No. Nope. That gives us what the ball on about the uh, walk it back about the eight yard line. First down for Danny Shock. Looking for the slant to Brett nice. Ford. Makes the catch. Hit immediately by Maliki. Right short of maybe they give him four momentum to the 15-yard line. You talked about Brett Ford's Bennett guy's been able to go up and make a couple catch here. Something to build on. Brett Ford just caught a tough slant pass. He had number 30 in his face. He knew he was going to get hit, and he took the hit, and he, he caught the ball. Lines up in the slot again. He's going to go deep. Danny Shock's going to take off. Runs into two defenders. He gets to the 20 to 21-yard line. So first down. Uh, not quite. It looked like it might have gotten there, yep. but it's going to be short, so it's going to be a third down and short. Third and a yard. You got a bad angle here from the press box. Well, third and three, he said? Looks like third and about a yard to me. We'll go with the third and yard because it benefits us. Yes, it does. Danny Sock drops back. Quick throw out to Nyland. Nice. Make the catch. Flag on the play, and it's thrown towards the lineman. Have to check to see what the call is there. 14 seconds to go here in the third period. Very quick stop pattern there. Danny Schock just delivered a beautiful ball. Nice catch by Nyland. But the way the body language is, it's going to be a holding call, and it's going to go against the Seals Grove Seals after what appeared it would have been a first down That would have been a first down. So that's going to walk them back. And next week we'll be back home. We'll be at... Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field as the Seals Grove Seals the hopes the Southern Columbia Tigers. Six o'clock, Seals game day, followed by the Derek Hicks pregame show at 6.30 and then the kickoff at 7. Of course, all the action being heard here on Eagle 107, eagle107.com for the 11th season of Seals Grove football on your station for Seals Grove, Eagle 107. Third and 15 from our own nine-yard line. Ten seconds to go here in the third period. Danny drops back under some pressure. Looking for the slant. It's going to be tapped out by the linebacker. Got to it. Knocked it away. Falls incomplete. Number 55, who's lined up as a lineman in most of the possession. He got back there and tipped it away. Yep, he did. And it looked like it was going to be a big, maybe a big play to four again. They actually took a lineman and dropped him back into it. They did a zone blitz. They dropped him back into a pass zone. And the, the lineman deflected it. It was a great job. Punny situation here with five seconds to go here in the third. Metzger will drop back. Owen Anderson and Hess will be in Seals Grove territory just outside the 40-yard line. Metzger's been a bright spot here tonight on his punny. Gets another one, a good one off. As Hess muffs it, goes to pick it up, caught from behind. Good coverage. See who the coverage first guy down there is that Micaiah Showers, number 54, 
and he does get the stop there. Yep. But with the play, that ends the third period. We're going to flip sides of the field. Seals Grove trailing 21, excuse me, 27 nothing to the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. We'll come back, have the fourth quarter here, and as you heard from Coach Dave S., right now it's about Seals Grove trying to win the fourth quarter. They trail 27-0 to the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. This is Seals Grove football presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107 at Eagle107.com. Nurses, accountants, waiters, and welders. Anyone can be injured on the job, unable to function properly. It affects your work and everyday life. Coach Soccer, carry groceries, carry your child. No one has helped more people heal from work injury and rebuild their lives than the Workplace Injury Institute at Shemokin Dam Health Center. Call 743-4333. Shemokin Dam Health Center. Designed with you in mind. Eagle 107. Back here at Thompson Street Stadium. We'll flip sides of the field. The Seals Grove Seals still have not gotten their first first down of the night as we move into the fourth quarter. Tonight after the game, you can get scores and highlights from across the region with Sunbury Motors game night. It's Sunbury Motors game night. After the game on Eagle 107 and the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. Again, Seals Grove has not gotten a first down in the game as we move to the fourth quarter. Dave, I have never won a game coaching high school football, but I know you're not going to win a lot if you can't get first downs. No, you've got you got to get you got to move the ball, and and it's it's uh it's this isn't it's it's a tough situation right now for the Seals. I, you got to find something positive. You got to come out of this fourth quarter with, with something positive you can build on. Shotgun formation for Larson as we start the fourth quarter. Quick throw out to Anderson. Makes the catch. Scott Room tackled by Micaiah Showers, but not until it looks like it's another first down pickup on the 11 yard pickup from Larson to Anderson. That was a very short slant pattern. He, he got upfield tough, man. He, he got some yards. <laughs> Two wide receivers. Nope. Trips to the right this time for Lorson. Takes a snap. He's going to go to his right. Quick pitch to Maliki. Maliki's got some room. Gets a block out ahead of him by Schaefer. Ball knocked out of his hands, but it's going to go out of bounds. And sometimes when you know it's going your way, just keep you see a play like that and it continues. Because that ball was knocked out of his hands, but rolled out of bounds. That was, that was a hard hit by Teague Hoover on the sidelines. See, he, Teague knocked that out. That was only about a yard gain. Teague... Our free safety tackle for about a one-yard gain. That kid gets to the ball. Twins to each side for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Quick throw this time out to Anderson. Gets a block from Westland. Running over a man was Anderson. That was that same uh, quick bubble screen to the outside. Uh, they threw it to the slot receiver. The outside receiver, uh, he blocks inside, and that, that the slot bounced outside of his block. Looks like he got about uh, about eight yards. Makai Showers was hit, and I kind of wonder that rule you talk about when you hit a guy blindside. Yeah, the he doesn't have his head. He was defenseless. Yeah. And, boy, mm-hmm. Wesley came in and, and just took Schaefer off his feet. No flag on the play, no, and Schaefer that, comes to the sideline. That could have been flagged. Bubble balls on the ground. Ooh, Jumping good. on top of it is the Seals Grove Seals. Nate Schoen on the fumble recovery. Great job. We had good penetration up the middle. They created that fumble. Seals created that fumble. 
The Sales Grove now again will try to take advantage of getting a turnover by the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Looked like a a mistake on the handoff there as the ball hit the turf. Nate Schoen jumped on top of it. Now Seals Grove take over first down at 10. Just inside their own 30-yard line, trailing 27-0. We now have Nick Klein in at the left offensive tackle. We haven't seen him before. Christian Cancel split to the right. Two wide receivers split to the left. Two backs in the backfield along with Danny Schock. Gets a snap. Quick throw this time out to Nyland. Making the catch. Trying to make a man miss. Does. Takes it to 30. Still going. 35 before he's finally stopped at the 36-yard line. Good effort after making the catch by your senior receiver, Josh Nyland. That was a tough run by Josh. He just caught on the line of scrimmage and got upfield. Uh, Nick Klein had a nice block. As you mentioned, Nick Klein in, number 59 Mm -hmm. on that offensive line. Two wide receivers split to the left. Danny Schock, quick throw it to Nyland. He's got to go down and make the catch, but he's got... What we can put in the stat, we got a first, first, first down of the Seals Grove Seals. Mm-hmm. First down, great job. So first down and 10 for the Seals. 10.50 to go in the game. They trail 27-0. Manny shotgun to shotgun formation. Low snap, picks it up. Going to take off and run with it. Going to get to the 45-yard line before Schaefer gets to him and knocks him out of bounds. Danny Shock ran hard there to get the five yards. Danny finished that run with a good hit. Maybe give him a four on that. Got about Second four. and yep. six mm-hmm. for the sophomore quarterback. Second down and six. Seals Grove trying to keep the drive alive here. Two wide receivers split to the right. Low snap to Danny Shock. It's a fire drill. Mm. And he's going to go down. Yeah, the ball just rolled back to Danny. There was just there was no chance that anything was going to happen there. Danny did, did a good job of just keeping keeping the ball, holding on to it. Loss on the play. The yardage he had picked up now brought back. They're going to be behind the sticks on this third down and 11 play. 9.52 to go in the game. Shotgun formation. Two wide receivers split to the right. Danny Shock drop it back. Looking for a deep slant. Man jumps in front of it, makes the interception. Seacrest able to jump in. Jumping Guthrie, excuse me, stepped in front of it, makes the interception. And that was an exceptional play by the cornerback of Jersey Shore. He read that stop pattern and and stepped right in front of it and took the ball. So interception by Danny Schock gives the ball back over to the Jersey Shore Bulldogs at their own 49-yard line, leading 27-0 with 9.40 to go in the ballgame. Surprised by what we're seeing here tonight. Uh, this is a surprise, Pat. Jersey Shore put up 55 a week ago to Belfont. Tonight, they put up 27 and shutting out the Seals Grove Seals. Reverse this time to Anderson. Gets to the sideline, looking for a block. Still going. He's going to get into Seals Grove territory. It's going to be finished off by Brett Four. Short of the 40-yard line at the 41-yard line, but a good design play. Good blocking out there. Is it a first down? It's right. Yep, they're going to say it's a first down pickup for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Clock continues to run, even though they haven't set the chains. Thought the clock was supposed to stop a little. At least they already set the chains, but no, it's running. Yeah, new rule. Lorson's going to pitch it to Maliki. Maliki's got room. Goes under a defender. Bounces off a of shown. 
It's going to be tackled by Schaefer. Metzger was the first guy in there. He was able to get Maliki to turn it up inside, but Maliki showing good run there. We have a man down on the field, and that's Teague Hoover throwing everything he has into that tackle there. He gets up a bit slow. Teague's a hitter, man. He got there in a hurry, and he laid a lick on that kid. Hackenberger will check into the game number nine for Teague Hoover coming out of the game. Meckley into the game, playing the corner here on the left side. Brett Forbes played over on the right side in the corner position. Trips to the left for Lorson. One wide receiver, that's Hess on the right, guarded by Malecki. Excuse me, Meckley. Meckley. But this is going to go to the left. Trey Bainey gets in there. Ryan Allman on the stop. Short pickup, short of the 35-yard line at the 36-yard line. Clock continues to run. Jersey Shore leading 27-0. Third and about five. No rush for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. In command here. Looking to go to 2-0. and oh. Lorison rolling to his right. A lot of green in front of him. He's at the 30. He'll be tackled by Nylon out of bounds as he gets it about the 29-yard line. Goes Lorson. Lorson got pressure, and, and once again, he broke contain to the right. We didn't have contain man out there. Got the first down. 8-13 to go in the game, and Seals Grove is going to have to recoup and prepare for a home game against the Southern Columbia Tigers next week. Fifteen seconds on the play clock. Lorison looking over to the sideline. Trips to the left, two wide receivers to the right. See if it's a keeper by Lorison. It is. Straight up the middle. Plenty of room. Makes a man miss the safety. Still dragging defenders inside the 10. Big muscle run by Lorison down to the 8-yard line. Again, design run by the quarterback out of the shotgun. He made our free safety miss. That was uh, It was wide open. Makai Showers in on the stop as the game clock will go under 8 minutes to go in the game. 20 seconds on the play clock again and no rush. See if Lorson keeps it again here with Five wide receivers in the formation. Low snap to Lorson. Falls on the turf. Lorson jumps on top of it. Malecki was going in motion. Looked like it might have been a handoff to him, but it was a fumble. But Lorson jumps on top of it. Clock continues to run. That's a break for us. These stats won't look good for the Seals Grove Seals. No. Trying to add to Lorson's night here. Dig over 100 yards a week ago. And Jersey Shore has the ball on the Seals Grove 13-yard line. Surprise seconds thing, on the play clock. Got to keep this out of the end zone, guys. Lorson rolling to his left. Going to take off and run. Makes a man miss. Still going. It's going to be Schaefer. Going to catch him from behind as he takes it to the four-yard line for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs as they're looking to add to their 27-0 lead with 6.55 to go in the game. Lorson's a gritty kid. He's a, he's a football player. That was a tough run. He's going to give it to Maliki this time. Maliki cuts under a defender. Inside, the two to the one. Touchdown for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. So the Jersey Shore Bulldogs able to work the ball down the field by the throw and the pass. A little bit of everything, making it very difficult for this defense to be able to react to 
everything that Lorson and his fellow offensive teammates have thrown at the Seals Grove Seals. Allison's kick, extra point is up, and it's good. So a 34 nothing lead for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs here in the fourth quarter with 6.43 to go in the ballgame. Ejected team comes off the sidelines. There's no doubt about that the effort is being given. I mean, you're, you're oh, trying. Yeah. This, oh, yeah. I'm going to flip the other way. So this Jersey Shore team came out ready. And, boy, they show a lot of things at you and makes this thing very difficult. And they have just put up 34 points on a good Seals Grove defense. Jersey Shore is a good football team. We're seeing that now. Um, and, and I'm not so sure that Belfont isn't a pretty good football team also. Uh, I Seals Grove's doing. I think they're doing what they can at this point. They're 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 switching a lot of bodies in. They're they're getting fresh faces in there, fresh legs. Uh, well, Seals six forty three left in the football game. Let, we're, we're getting the ball. Let's get something done here, guys. Well, that touchdown completed an eight play drive covering fifty one yards, taking two minutes and fifty seven seconds. Maliki gets his second touchdown of the night from four yards out. Seals Grove trailing 34-0. That's the Seals Grove Ford drive summary. This deep one is going to go to Nyland. He slips in a turf and falls at the five-yard line. So a week ago, the Jersey Shore Bulldogs got four rushing touchdowns from Tanner Lorson. They get three tonight, two by Maliki, one by Lorson, and they combine that with two touchdown passes by Lorson, one to Westland and the other to Anderson. 34-0 lead for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs with 6.39 to go in the game. Nice kickoff that time by Allison. Mm-hmm. He's definitely capable of kicking the ball down to the five-yard line. He showed it on that one. That was the best kick I saw him have. He didn't last two week. Games. A lot of squib kicks, a lot of balls sailing out of bounds. We had two of those tonight by Allison. It's going to be a timeout on the field. And we're going to take one with them. As we send it back to Sean, updated scores on other games going around the Valley. Sean, please take it away. All right, Pat and Dave, thanks so much. Aubrey Alexander Toyota out-of-town scoreboard currently on WKOK in the fourth quarter. Central Columbia leading Shikalemi 24-3 on 100.9 the Valley in the third. Lewisburg 42, Central Mountain 12. Also in the third, Danville retakes the lead over Loyal Sock 18-14. North Schuylkill shutting out Shemokin 56-0 in the fourth. Also in the fourth, you've got Warrior Run, 36-0 shutout over Milton. In the fourth, Mifflinburg doubling up Bloomsburg 26-13 and Newport leading Williams Valley in the fourth by a score of 21-20. Line Mountain 22-14 over Susquehanna in the fourth. Scoreboard updates all night long at Eagle107.com. Back to shore for Pat, Dave, and Zach. Thank you, Sean. Hackenberger into the game at quarterback for the Seals. Takes the snap, gives it to the deep man, and slammed to the turf. Inside the five-yard line. Trying to see the handoff to that. There goes the number 28 on the handoff that time for yeah, Jack like Holland gets the carry. All new numbers here. I think that uh, both teams have put their young guys in now. Also four. See Schaefer, he's still in the game. Owen Anderson, he's still in the game. Ah, yep. I see. Uh, right. see I see. Chris, he's still in the game. You know I what? See You're right. He's still in the game. Fifty-five. We he's put still young in the guys game. in. I'm sorry. So yeah. So 
Goes one way here. Shotgun this time to Hackenberger. Trying to get out of the end zone. Shows some quickness. Gets to the sideline. Knocked out of bounds. So stand corrected on that, Dave. And I apologize. But, no, they didn't put subs in. No, I thought no, they I mean, did. It, it, and, yeah. you know, you talk all you want about, you know, kind of reputation and things on. Right now I'm being a Seals Grove fan and asking Jersey Shore, can you please just put some subs in? You're winning 34 nothing. We just went totally JV, and you're going to keep all your starters in there. Yeah, if I were, if I were them, I'd call timeout and, and, and just replace everybody. Yeah, I, I'm point. not happy with that. It's, it's a gentleman's thing, Pat. That's, that's the way yeah. you should handle this. Well, and you talk about all the sports. What's the unwritten rules in sports? And that's what, that's You see the other team rule. go JV, and you're winning 34 nothing. Yeah. you go JV. You've got to be a good winner. So after the run by Hackenberger, it's a third down and 11. He's going to keep it again. He's going to get to the goal line, and he's... Ooh, boy got to get just to the goal line so i'm gonna call the the official here on the other side nope it's a safety oh it's a, it's safety. a safety so exactly what i'm talking about so you keep your starters in and you get a safety yeah, feel good safety. about that they got a safety on our jvs yeah good yeah, job you feel good about that. Yeah, that that's meaningless um what it does though is it gives them a running clock now oh they got the ball back on the other side so anyways i'm gonna get past that i'm gonna stop being a seals grow fan no i'm not no, don't ever I'm do not that, happy Pat. about that. No, I'm no. not happy about that approach. Nope. we got a long way to go here. So, all right. 4.58 to go in the game. 36-0 lead for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. And now Seals Grove will have to kick this away back to the Jersey Shore Bulldogs after the safety. Not sure who got the safety there, but it increases the lead to 36-0. Jersey Shore gets the safety. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven guys on the field for this kickoff. Mm. Here comes eight and nine. Yeah, they're trying to get their JV team in there. And here comes ten. And then there's eleven. Thirty-six mm-hmm. nothing for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Probably not going to take credit away what Jersey Shore's done here tonight. They've played well. They came out, had a good game plan. Lorson, very, very quality quarterback. He followed up a very good Shimori quarterback uh, for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs, who's having a nice career at, at Lycoming. And Lorson stepped up, played as a junior, had a good year, and uh, putting together at this point our early senior year that's Got his team at 2-0, and so I'm not going to take anything away by the effort of that senior quarterback. No, the, his numbers have been outstanding the first two weeks. So the Seals Grove Seals will have to kick this one away back to the Jersey Shore Bull, Bulldogs following the safety. Kyle yes. Rule will come out to kick this one away. Yes. Safety comes with 4.58 to go in the game. Good kick by Rule. Good kick. They take it over the head by Maliki. Again, a starter on the return. Mm. He's right away from guys who are getting the opportunity under Friday Night Lights. So Maliki on the return. He's a senior return or a starting return man. I look out. And again, I, that's, lot, the, that's not bad. They got they, they, they stopped the ball on the 40-yard line. We kicked off our 20. That's not a bad job by our Good coverage. coverage. Good coverage that, that way. Was, that was a total JV cover team. And Malicki looked like he was going to have room on that left side. But like you said, on a positive note, good coverage on there. A lot of white jerseys out there, Dave. Our got young guys got there. Yeah, get, absolutely. We've got to get these guys' names. I see 72 is coming to the game to play here. And, of course, that's Brady Hoop. Mm-hmm. 
Megley has played already, but he's back in the game. Number 41, and that's Aaron Rothamall. He's into the game for the Seals Grove Seals defense. Nate Heckerberger will stay in at safety. Number 84 on the far side, that's Nate Allman. He's a sophomore, 5'7". He's into the ball game. Handoff goes off to the right side. Jack Hahn on the stop there, along with Rothamall, but also... Brady Fogarty on the stop. And Fogarty and Brady Hoot was in on that stop. That's a great looking play by our defense. Short pickup belt two. Second down in eight. Looks like the young guys brought an edge, man. They're they're not happy. Four minutes to go in the game with the Jersey Shore Bulldogs leading here 36-0. Now we got some new numbers in there for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Number 17 checking in at quarterback for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs, and that's Weary. He's going to go with the quick picks to the left. That's Allison. He's got some rope. Gets out to the 49-yard line. Be short of a first down. Rothball, nope, 47 on the stop. Make sure you give credit to Luke Burkowski. He's a junior, 5'8", 200 pounds. He makes the stop. Yep. Short of a first down by about an inch and a half. Clock continues to run. 3.25 to go. In the ball game, Seals Grove's going to have to regroup. They'll have a home game next week against the Tigers of Southern Columbia. Weary under center. Quick pitch goes to Allison. He's got some speed. He shakes away from a couple guys. Still going. Inside the 35, down to the 31-yard line goes Allison. Stopped by Christian Kantz. Heil into the game for him. Uh, Allison had a tough run there. He broke several tackles. That was a nice job. These guys have to set the tone for Monday night. 52 in the game this time. That's uh, Derek Klein, just a sophomore, 5'10", mm-hmm. 185 pounds. He's playing the defensive tackle position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is what you'll see Monday night, so why don't we get at it right now? Might as well. Under center is Weary. Tight formation, two tight ends. He turns, gives it to the fullback, straight up the middle, and he's going to be slammed to the turf by one of our favorites, Dylan Fogarty. Dylan Fogarty. Uh-oh, flag on the play. We got a flag. Remember, after the game, we'll check all games around the Valley, get the final stats, get our final game analysis from Dave Hess, all for the Service Electric Cable Vision Post Game Show, right here on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Our Blaze Alexander Ford Tough Game of the Week was the Shemokin against North Schuylkill. Make an update on that one as well. Here's clock winds to 2.28 to go in the game after the penalty against the Seals Grove Seals. When it rains, it pours. 2.28 to go. Seals Grove down 36 to nothing. Tight end will split to the left. Broken eye behind Weary. Wide receivers to each side. Long count by Weary. Turns, picks it up to Allison. He's going to bounce it to the outside. Hahn was held, and they'll get the flag there. Best call the night all along for the referees. They were all over that one. They didn't miss that one. I'm giving credit where credit's due. <laughs> they didn't miss that, They Pat. did not miss that one. I mean, that's eagle eye Yeah, it was. for you to pick that one up. I think that, <laughs> I think that if we saw it here, they yeah, couldn't yeah, miss yeah. it, right? Well, when you look out the crowd and everyone reaches back to their back pocket like they have a flag and everyone tosses it in the air, you better not miss it. No, no. That is a penalty against the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. That'll walk them back. 159 to go in the game. 36-0 
lead for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. And we now have Aiden Pryor in a defensive tackle, number 70. He's going to try to get some movement up front on this first down and 20. Weary turns, gives it to deep man Allison, gets to the second level. He's going to be tackled 52 again. Then on the stop for the Seals Grove Seals, Derek Klein. You look at a lot of future guys here for the Seals Grove Absolutely. Seals. Absolutely. They'd love to get a stop here. Jack Short Hong is in there, number 28. Absolutely. Jackson, 11th grader, 5'9", 155. 120 to go in the game. Seals Grove trailing 36 nothing. Seals game day starts at 6. Derek Hicks pregame show at 6.30, followed by the 7 o'clock kickoff. You'll hear it all next week right here on Eagle 107 and eagle107.com. See, they take a D here, and they will. And they do. That's a class thing. Good. Victory formation for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Always the best formation if you're on the winning side of it. Absolutely. Under a minute to go. It was domination by the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. They came out. Great game plan. Quarterback Tanner Lorson. Nice job. And, and they're going to get the win here. They're going to have to snap the ball one more time. 23 seconds on the play clock. 36 on the game clock. And Got that'll do it. Up, and that will do it. As Seals Grove Seals will leave Thompson Street, Street Stadium shocked, to say the least. <clears throat> I think they a do. lot of us are shocked. Not that they lost, but that they fell to the Jersey Shore Bulldogs 36 to nothing. Yeah, so, that's a tough one. Yep, we're going to take a break here, come back. Sean's going to give us some updated scores, and Dave will head down to the field to check in with Check in with Coach Derek Hicks. As the teams meet at midfield for traditional handshake, let's take a break. We'll come back again. Seals Grove falls to the Jersey Shore Bulldogs 36 nothing. The Seals Grove football presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107 at Eagle107.com. Wado Chiropractic. Spinal decompression therapy can help you recover from disc-related pain, leg pain, mechanical back pain, and sciatica. If you've been injured in a car accident at work, at home, or on the field, call Watto Chiropractic at 570-539-2600. Or visit us on the web at wattochiropractic.com. We'll help you recover naturally. Saving money on your next vehicle is as easy as SMC. Sunbury Motor Company. Since 1915, SMC provides total commitment to complete customer satisfaction. Sunbury Motors sells and services new Fords, Lincolns, and Hyundais in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza Sunbury. And new Kias on the Golden Strip in Hummel's Wharf. No one beats Sunbury Motor Company's lowest price promise. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. SMC, a tradition of trust since 1915. Why are you running around the yard? I'm clocking my time. For what? For the most exciting corn maze in the area. It's that time already? Yep. Cold Stony Hill Tree Farm's corn maze is opening soon. And I want to meet last year's time. Oh, you went crazy last year in the maze. You snuck in it twice just to get a faster time. And then you were even giddier in the Christmas shop. Oh, there's so much to look at. I mean, there's nutcrackers, there's stockings, there's ornaments for every event and memory. You are so corny. The corn maze opens August 30th. Check out ColdStonyHill.com for maze and Christmas shop hours. Cold Stony Hill Tree Farm on Mexico. Road Milton or at ColesStonyHill.com. Eagle 107. 
Seals football presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. I'm Sean Carey. The Seals are now 1-1. One and one. In the early part of the 2019 season, shutout tonight at Thompson Street Stadium. 36-0, Jersey Shore gets the win over Seals Grove. And before we start the Service Electric Cable Vision postgame show, whip around on scores from across the central Susquehanna Valley. Our Aubrey Alexander Toyota out-of-town scoreboard. Fourth quarter now on News Radio 1070 WKOK Central Columbia leading Shikalemi 24-3. Late third quarter on 100.9 the Valley Lewisburg trouncing Central Mountain 48-18. Danville and Loyal Sock entertaining matchup tonight as Danville leads Loyal Sock 18-14 in the fourth quarter. Final score, North Schuylkill improving to 2-0 as they knocked out Shemokin 56-6. Fourth quarter, Blue Mountain almost doubling up Midwest. It's 36-19 Blue Mountain in the fourth. Warrior Run is shutting out Milton in the fourth, 36-0 at Alumni Field. Montoursville, they were in the 40s in the first quarter. They were up 42 to nothing in the first quarter. Mercy rule happened quickly as they shut out Hughesville this evening, 66 to nothing. Mifflinburg, great running attack tonight as they're up 32-13 over Bloomsburg in the fourth quarter. Williams Valley, they've retaken the lead over Newport in the fourth, 28 to 21. Final score, Upper Dolphin 62, Halifax 6. Fourth quarter, Lyde Mountain 22, Susquehanna 14. South Williamsport with an easy time tonight in the northern tier as they defeated while losing 50-16. And in the fourth quarter, Juniata, 27, uh, Juniata 21, Tri-Valley 7. It's time for the Seals postgame show, sponsored by Service Electric Cablevision. Once again, here are Pat O'Brien and Dave Hess. Welcome back to Thompson Street Stadium and welcome to the Service Electric Cablevision postgame show. See Zach over there putting some numbers together. We'll get to him here shortly. And uh, we now report out to you what the Smokadam Health Center backbreaker play of the game was. And uh, as the score will show, 36-0 win for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. And I think uh, one of the big momentum changes, Seals Grove had just had a negative play. They got in there. They were able to get the, uh, the, the running back down, lost on the play, built up some momentum. But unfortunately, there was a penalty on the play. It ended up being a personal foul penalty, and it put the ball in Seals Grove territory. Jersey Shore would take advantage of that, take the ball down the field, put another touchdown on the board. It would increase the 14 to nothing. And to me, even though it was early in the game, that is the Schmokadam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. So the Schmokadam Health Center backbreaker play of the game was a big penalty early in that ball game. Smokadam Health Center and Workplace Injury Institute offering medical care, chiropractic care, rehabilitation, and more. Call 570-743-4333 for an appointment. That's the Smokadam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Looking at scoring recap here as Dave's down on the field waiting the chance to catch up with Dave or Derek Hicks. Get your scoring read down here as... Get on the board first was Maliki for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs on a five-yard touchdown run. That came with 6.54 to go in the first quarter. That was a seven-play drive covering 56 yards. Took one minute and 41 seconds. That was 6.54 to go in that first quarter. The extra point good and 7-0 lead at that point for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. That would be the score at the end of the first quarter. Then Wesley, the receiver 
for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs over on the other end of a Tanner Lorson touchdown pass from 18 yards out. That came with 10.30 to go in the first half, completing an impressive 12-play drive covering 65 yards. Took three minutes and 28 seconds. The extra point good, and Jersey Shore at that point led 14 to nothing. But Jersey Shore would back-to-back would get another touchdown by Anderson on an eight-yard touchdown reception from Lorson, his second of the night. And that would push the lead to 21 to nothing. I have Coach Hicks down on the field, and I see or uh, Dave Hess down on the field with Coach Hicks. So we're going to look down on the field, and if I give him a little wave here, he's going to check in with check in with Coach Derek Hicks down on the field. Not. Why is that not on? Have some difficulty down on the field with Coach Hess, trying to get him hooked up with Derek Hicks down there. And I'm not sure of the hookup there, but um, and I talked to the kids and said, "Look, it's not just you guys. We're going to, as coaches, uh, look at how we prepare and what do we need to do different in practice to get better from this." Yeah, and it really, you know, when you look at films, uh, it, it, a lot of times you do see that there are a lot of small things that could have made a big difference in the game. Yeah, you know, and I, I pointed out the fumble down here on fourth down late in the game. Uh, our D-line penetrated. The backers played downhill. You know, we tackled a kid for a three-yard loss and get a fumble out of it. Um, and, and that's the thing that was happening in every play last week. And I just, you know, it, it wasn't there this week, and I'm not quite sure why. Uh, but, again, that's something we got to figure out this week. Okay, Coach, thank you very much. I don't want to keep you. All right, thank you. Good luck. Appreciate the time down on the field for Coach Hicks under a difficult situation. You come away, you're feeling good about your team coming out of week one, come up to Thompson Street Stadium, and you fall. 36 nothing to the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Wrapping up the score and recap once again as the Seals Grove Seals fall 36 nothing Again, Anderson had an eight-yard touchdown reception with 11-play drive covering 55 yards. Took three minutes and 46 seconds. The extra point good. It was 21 nothing lead at that point, and that would be the score at halftime, 21 to nothing. But Jersey Shore would come out in the third quarter and get a touchdown by Lorson, his fifth rushing touchdown of the season as he took it from 11 yards out. Okay, with 7.41 to go in the third, seven-play drive, covered 67 yards, took two minutes and 41 seconds. The extra point was blocked, but Jersey Shore led at that point 27 to nothing. That would be the score at the end of the third quarter. Moving into the fourth quarter, Maliki would get the second touchdown of the night for him. On a four-yard touchdown run, completed eight-play drive, covering 51 yards. Took two minutes and 57 seconds. The extra point good. And, again, that would drive the lead to 34-0 for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. And then Jersey Shore would finish off with 4.58 to go in the game with a safety 
to increase the lead to 36-0, and that's how the game would wrap up. A 36-0 win for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Jersey Shore will improve to 2-0. Next week, they take on Montoursville at Montoursville for the Seals Grove Seals to regroup and take on the Southern Columbia Tigers as they fall to 1-1. we take another break, come back. we got the stats for you. Also get Dave's final analysis on things. Look forward to next week. As the Seals Grove Seals leave Thompson Street Stadium with the loss and fall to one and one. This is Seals Grove Football presented by Seals Grove Ford. And this is the postgame show presented by Service Electric Cable Vision on Eagle 107 at Eagle107.com. Your exciting new TV experience is here. TiVo from Service Electric Cablevision is smarter, faster, and easier to use. With live TV, recordings, video on demand, and streaming apps all in a single place. When you're looking for something new, TiVo's recommendations are tailored to you. Voice-powered, personalized results help you find what you want faster. And you can experience the unlimited potential of smart home. The new experience from TiVo is here. Call SECV today or visit secv.com slash TiVo to learn more. Mark and Troy here at Zimmerman Motors, and it's the final days of our summer clearance event, and business has been great. We have 25 new Jeep Renegades in stock with discounts up to $5,200 to qualified individuals and prices starting around $21,000. We still have the best selection of Jeeps in the Valley, over 75 in stock, 0% financing on most models, huge discounts, what more can you ask for? So come in and see why people have been coming from all over the region to Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Sunbury and experience what we call the Zimmerman difference. Call 570-988-JEEP or visit us online at ZimmermanJeep.com. Eagle 107. Welcome back to the Service Electric Cable Vision Post Game Show here from Thompson Street Stadium as the Seals Grove Seals fall to a good Jersey Shore Bulldog team. 36 said nothing. And again, have to regroup. You hear from Coach Derek Hicks. Uh, right now, until you look at film, you're not sure exactly what the situation was. I know some credit will go to Jersey Shore, but you can't give them all the credit. There's something that's got to be adjusted, and I'm sure that's going to be the focus as we go through the week and get ready for next week, a home game for the Seals Gross Seals against the Southern Columbia Tigers. Taking a look at the stats from our stat man, Zach Showers, first for team numbers. And it, 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 it's it's hard to even look at, Dave. I, yeah. I, it's hard for me to look at. Yeah. Seals Grove ended up with one first down the entire game on nine rushing yards, 40 passing yards, and on 34 plays, they ended up with 49 total yards. Yeah, that, that's a tough night for the Seals. That that really is tough. Seven penalties for 72 yards, and they did have the one interception. Now on the flip side from the Jersey Shore standpoint, and fan of Jersey Shore, feeling pretty good about what you saw here tonight by Tanner Lorson, that defense, and Tom Gravish coach team. They win 36-0 on 26 first downs, 221 yards rushing, 262 yards passing. They go for 483 yards on 84 plays. 84 plays. They had four penalties for 52 yards. They did fumble twice, but it was no impact on the tonight's game again as they go for 483 total yards. Total domination, Pat. Total domination and just spoke with uh, Coach Hicks, and I think you heard the interview. It, it's all about, uh, I, I, and I've been here before. It, it, this is all about mental preparation, and it's it's amazing that when you don't prepare mentally well enough, how the small things all fall to pieces. All the basic fundamentals fall to pieces, and it adds up, you know, and, and things start to snowball. That's a tough situation for these guys. When they look at film, they're going to see that, 
if they had done a lot of little things better, it would have been a different football game, starting with mental preparation. And we talked about the Schmoka Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game earlier, and we felt that that big penalty. When Seals yes. made a positive play, they got in the backfield, lost a couple yards, but there was a personal foul penalty that put the ball in Seals Grove territory, and uh, Jersey Shore would go down and score and put them up 14 nothing and never look back. Look at the individual numbers first for the homestanding Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Lorston goes 21 for 30, 262 yards and two touchdowns. His receiving core, Westland, five catches, 114 yards, and a touchdown. Anderson, seven catches, 55 yards, and a touchdown. Hess would have four catches for 46 yards, and Schaefer, four catches for 41 yards. You have four guys with four catches or more. And talk about putting things on film. And for other teams that have to defend that passing game, boy, that's a lot there when you have four different guys with at least four catches for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. In the rushing department, Lorson had a 100-yard game a week ago. He backs that up with another 100-yard game. He goes for 128 yards and a touchdown on 20 carries. Maliki, 20 carries, 57 yards, two touchdowns. And Allison would have four catches or four rushes for 36 yards. Now for the Seals Grove Seals, Danny Shock, 8 for 14, 40 yards with a pick. His receiving core, Nyla would have three catches for very minimal yards with 14 yards. Brett, four, two catches for just 15 yards. Rushing department, Hollenbach, six carries, 18 yards. Shown, five carries for minus five yards. Not a good night in the rushing department or the passing department for the Seals, Grove Seals. And Davey said a total domination. And sometimes as a coach, and you know, you're well aware of it over the years, sometimes you just have to accept that's what it was. It wasn't our night, but we got to regroup and get ready for. Next week against the Southern Columbia Tigers. But, uh, you know, first and foremost, it's a mental game. And uh, mentally it didn't seem like they were here tonight. But uh, that's a part of it that you have to work with throughout the week. And your only concern right now as a football coach is is your team getting better. Right now you don't you don't even concern yourself with wins and losses. You concern yourself with, with getting your team better starting Monday and starting the mental preparation for Friday and get their heads in the right place, correct the mistakes, and... and, and Reboot, man. Go back at it. And that's what they will do starting very soon. And I'm sure film is going to be broken down very soon because there's some things that they need to chit-chat about and make make better for next week. And it's a huge challenge against uh, the Southern Columbia Tigers next week at home again for the Seals Grove Seals. Can I say one thing positive? Absolutely. In, In I think it was 2000 or 2001. I go way back here. I started long before that. But we had a team that was a good football team. And we played Milton early in the year, and we got our tails beaten. I think it was about 47-7 to 7 or something like that. And honestly, it was it was one of the worst beatings I ever saw the Seals Grove team take. And we came back. It was against Milton. We came back, and we beat them 19-3 to 3 for the District 4 championship that year. I, I don't know. It, it's, a, it's a long shot at this point, but, you know, this could happen. You know, we, we could do that again. Absolutely, and one thing we talked about in the game, there was a lot of positive plays. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, again, when you're mentally not there and you're not celebrating even the small positive plays, uh, that's, again, a sure sign that things aren't going to go well for you. Uh, other positive, Metzger, you know, and you'd hate to, to 
in a game that you're looking at the punters being a positive, but he did everything he could to try to change the field. He did everything he could to try to give Seals Grove something uh, from a punting standpoint, and that's not easy to do when you're the punter trying to gain some momentum, but he did a real nice job, and uh, Christian can't snap the ball to him, so that was something positive from that. That was positive, and he did do a very good job about so, that. Yep. Like His punts got better through the night. Absolutely. So it's going to be a readjustment, an adjustment for the Seals Grove Seals getting ready for next week. Well, thanks for being a part of the Service Electric Cable Vision post-game show. Remember, each week on Eagle 107, you can hear live play-by-play action of Bucknell Bison football with Doug Birdsell, Kevin Herr, starting with the Bison build-up on Eagle 107. Again, next week, the Seals take on the Southern Columbia Tigers. will be at home at Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field. Catch Seals game day with me, Pat O'Brien, Dave Hess, starting at 6. And Derek Hicks pregame show followed at 6.30. And then the kickoff at 7 from Sealands Grove. So that wraps up Seals Post Game Show presented by Service Electric Cable Vision. Again, the final score to Seals Grove Seals fall to the Jersey Shore Bulldogs, 36-0. For Zach Showers, our stack guy, Sean Carey, our producer, and Dave Hess. This is Pat O'Brien saying thanks for joining us for tonight's Seals football game on Eagle 107. Up next, scores and highlights from across the region. And Sean Carey as he brings us Sunbury Seals game night right here on Eagle 107 at the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app.